does it have lyrics about the whiskey mutant? What's new? <laughs> Is that how it's always ended? I, I don't know. <laughs> that Maybe was we weird. just never were paying attention. I guess not. Hello, Patreon. Patreon. Pouring from the floor in, and guess what? It's, Eric's here with me. I hope so. I'll turn this on and like somebody else is on. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> it's Steve. It's who was that one guy on the TV in there? Josh. Josh. Josh From uh, he's the new Blues Clues. Get out host. of here. We we were saying recently. You know how traumatizing it must be for Blue to have had like three different owners, and like the reason that she's had different owners. The first one, Steve went to school. The second one. Joe had to go open a store. It's bullshit. He got put in jail. <laughs> just the, like, that's, his, that's his work releases. Yeah. He, has, he had to open his own like store. Um, blue, blue. But that's the that's what happens when you take a sip of the infinity pool water that he did. I mean, you live outlive. All your oh owners. yeah for sure oh yeah, yeah he yeah, yeah. chose that she chose that she yeah Blue's she girl. chose to do don't this. don't misgender <laughs> sorry <laughs> she chose this life I don't feel sorry for her at all I think I think, I think she could a be curse. a little bit more uh, appreciative that people are adopting her I mean. Okay. I mean, she's going. Nobody has any privacy around her. No. I mean, oh, Josh, the new Josh. What if he wants to sneak a girl in, <laughs> do something? Oh, who's going to find out who it is, buddy? I don't think Josh is going to be sneaking Blues any girls clues. in. Well, you know, you never soon. know. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying it's it's probably not a girl that he's sneaking in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> and you've seen a grand total of what? 30 seconds of the new Blues Clues? Yeah. Yeah. So. so. You know um, what? That's She's just lucky that she has an owner. That's all I'm saying. I, <laughs> no privacy in that house. Is this a... Is this a... My dad never came back... <laughs> Deep-seated trauma Maybe. issue we need to work through? Maybe. Eric's therapy, everybody. Maybe Steve was like a dad to me. Dude, when I was Steve was way like older than I should have been watching <laughs> Blues Clues. Okay, you're like fourteen. I'm like, and yeah, Steve leaves, and you're fun. just like bawling. I'm like, I wish I had a dog. I wish I had a friend to like do stuff with. I, I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. If I had a girl who would do it, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat. Come on. I don't know that. Six four and Paul. Uh, what are we drinking? Um, I wanted to do something. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do something. I got two bourbons and a rye. Oh, okay. And the bourbons are both pinhook bourbons, but they're different years. Interesting. I've been on a pinhook kick with my old fashions. I've not drank a lot nice. this week because I get home and I'm tired. I know I got to work the next week, but I had uh, an old fashioned last night um, and the other night, and I made um, I used pinhook bourbon, and so these. Our Bohemian Bourbon from 2020, 95 proof, and Bourbon Heist from 2021, 98 proof. So I figured we could finish these and compare them. See what you think. I'm down. One's got a man riding a horse. One has a solo horse on it. Mm. I don't know why. 
I don't think there's a difference. But both horses are female, just like blue. <laughs> so I can't believe you sent me that one. stupid monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Let his little pecker out. <laughs> I sent you the one of the lady at the zoo where there was a chimpanzee that was like eating her face. No, 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 no. Um, maybe I didn't. But she was like standing in front of the. Oh, he's playing with his balls. Yeah, where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love monkeys. We live a weird life. Yeah, if people are following me on Instagram, they're like, "What? Why, where? Why did he start like posting stuff?" Why has he got so much so monkey content? Monkeys? I don't know. You know, it's just so relatable. <laughs> Man, I don't know. You didn't see? I don't remember the last time that I was even even not working the night before and coming to record. I don't remember the last time I was this awake. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Is it? Does it feel good? It feels good. Good. It feels like I'm not gonna be like super tired when I, we're done um, going home, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to like do more stuff yeah. and all that. It feels nice. I'll probably talk. That's probably gonna be my thing. All all <laughs> recording is how I feel right now. I'm feeling good. And I just crash or something. <laughs> Please don't crash on your way home. No, no, I'll crash into you. Okay. So these are both uh, aged more than three years. This one, 2021, was distilled at Castle and Key. I was about to ask if they were both MGP. Uh, Distilled and bottled by Castle and Key. Oh, they're both Castle and Key. Both of them. So... Comparing 2020 to 2020. They actually smell quite similar. They really do. You can almost, like, even though the proof is only, like, three points off, you can almost smell that the 2021 is a little higher proof. It smells more like 100 proof than the... Yeah. 2020 has a little bit more citrus on the nose as well. I think I like 2020's nose more than 2021. I think I do a little bit as well. I think 2021... the the young portion of it kind of comes out on the nose. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. They, they're definitely brothers or sisters or family. Um, but 2021 does like, it does lean more towards that hundred proof young whiskey. Oh yeah, and I think the twenty twenty is a more soothing, relaxing, rounded sipper. I guess mm-hmm. you would say they are both orangey to me. Yeah, they're very orangey. I think that's why I was enjoying them so much in the old fashioned because it makes sense. Yeah, I love uh, you know orange bitters and orange peel and stuff like that. Yeah. Not bad though. No, not bad. Just not my favorite. And I mean, <clears throat> I like the 2020, but I'm not just over the moon about it. Yeah. No, I get you it. Know. I don't think these are like their barrel proof stuff definitely has a little bit more stuff going on. Yeah. 
um, or especially the the older MGP picked stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, um, the guy who owns and does Pinhook, he's got a really he's a chef and stuff too, and I I really enjoy like a lot of the single barrels and stuff that he's put out. Yeah, uh, or help people pick. I think it really shows his palette, but. Well, these are good. I enjoy pinhook stuff. It's uh, just not something that, like, I'm not, like, just craving it all the time. Yeah, but. It, it, I, I like it when I have it, but I don't ever really go out of my way yeah. to get it. And I especially don't really think about, like, when I'm at the store yeah. picking up a bottle. Right, like, right, I'll right. look at it and go, oh, there's a new pinhook, but I'm yeah. never, like inclined to gri- grab a bottle. He enjoyed um, the uh, Doritos and Pinhook Rye pairing. Oh, did he? He messaged me about nice. it. Um, <clears throat> and he no. said that he's actually more jealous that I have a bottle of that rye because he says the only one he knows that he has is at his little office in wherever his little office is in, in Kentucky because he huh. lives in like New York or something like that. I was like, really? Like maybe I shouldn't just drink all this. Thing. Well, maybe I mean you could we could, you could just get it shipped to him. <laughs> well, he said he. Oh likes wait, sorry, to, that's illegal, and we would get in trouble for yeah. it. He said he likes to have that when he comes back and blends and bottles and stuff because he'll nice. come back to like Castle and Key, I guess, and do his stuff and all that. So let's blend them together. Let's do it. Let's be master blenders right now. Call me Dixon Deadman. Hey Dixon, what do you think about this blend? <laughs> Well, Ooh, uh, nice ju- just between us girls. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those guys, uh, you know, you're. I'm not going to get uh, the notes of peppernickel and stuff. Pepper you know, nickel. it's good whiskey or it's bad whiskey. That's exactly. Right. That's what he you says. You just got a yeah. t- preview of a Dixon Deadman tasting right there. I'm about the experience more than I am. There was one time we was at a panel and Jimmy <laughs> leaned over and he told me something and I started laughing and everybody turned around and looked at us and they were like, "What are those two guys yeah. doing back there laughing about?" Honestly, the nose on the blend is better than either one of them. Yeah. I like that. That's that's fine. Um, it reminds me more now of uh, orange uh, pop, like a knee high mm. or a sun kiss. What are the other oranges? Uh, Fanta. Fanta. Fago. High C orange that you get in the drive thru oh, at McDonald's. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. You put a little ice in this, it would taste like Yeah. Mm hmm. Ooh. And the bottles are orange. Yeah. Well, they're gone now. What's that noise I just made? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you were just like, I don't know if I... Mm-hmm. The bottles are orange and you disagree with me when they clearly are <laughs> I don't, orange. I don't know if those are orange, guy. <laughs> I'm like looking right at them. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's orange. Am I colorblind? <laughs> All this time? I've been tasting in colors and people have been like, How <laughs> I don't even know what colors well, that's are a nice, colors. That's a nice gray shirt you're wearing. I thought it was green. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was green. I've got weird selective color blindness. You're wearing green. Look, we're both wearing. Green. I know we're both wearing green. I noticed that earlier. I didn't have a good chance to bring it up. Um, 
This bottle was gifted to me by Swan. Swanee. Yay! He gave me this. I love this bottle, man. Old Overholt 114. Straight rye whiskey aged for four years. Make sure I don't pour it all because of the bottle. Because you can't see it. Yeah. I've got a bottle of that around here somewhere, too. Are you trying to get me drunk, sir? Mm-mm. Well, it's working. Already. <laughs> Two sub 100 proof bottles, and you're like, let's fucking go. <laughs> let's go. Dip over a porta potty. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nice, a nice rye. It really is. He's a nice rye. The guy on the thing, though, ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> He's like this, a mean Ronald McDonald. Look at his big nose, his stupid, stupid hair, stupid hair, ridiculous bow tie wearing, furrow eyebrows, lips too big, eyes are Dumb. ugly, <laughs> stupid, stupid piece of trash. Dumb. <laughs> Four-year-old, one fourteen-proof, non-chill filter dry. Um, this is a killer bottle. Yeah, I mean it's sub thirty dollars. This should be on everybody's bar. Mm-hmm. I want to put this up against I. Uh, um, golly, <sighs> the um, Rittenhouse. Oh yeah, it's almost my name. I can't yeah. believe. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is this? You're well rested, Perry and- House. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're well rested, and I am struggling on every level. <laughs> nah. This is good. It's just a, a it you really mm. it tastes older than four years mm-hmm. to me. It's got some oak on it. That's right for you. That's, that's just a, a solid. That's ride. just try. Yeah. That's just that's just baseball. Up my alley. I got a ride. I got this shirt. Ride or die. Oh, is that uh, it, it's bourbon night? Yeah, that was. Uh, I got it when we were yeah. uh, reffing the other night. Yeah, I got the uh, that Ramones shirt. Yeah, that they um, doesn't fit me right now. Well, it will. I hope so. That's that's a good that's a good goal right there. It's like you keep putting on the shirt, be like I'm making progress. Exactly. This one I just said I want the most metal shirt you have because <laughs> I'd seen it before. I was like, if anybody saw this shirt. Because they've had it out a while. They had a black one, but he just got the green, so I got it. But, like, you wouldn't instantly be like, that's it. It's perfect, not sure. I really like it in green, though. I do, too. Especially since it's dry, too. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of green in your tattoos, too. So, it's a nice... uh, It works well. Yeah. Anyway. Um, So... mid-finish. That's true. Has that ever happened to you? Laughing while I'm finishing? Yeah. 
don't actually know. Not me either, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that. Your wife's just like, fuck it. Are you good, bro? Are you good? Like, you're just laughing the whole time. <laughs> That's so stupid. That's one of the dumbest things we've ever talked about. Um. So you said you were going to interview me. Yeah. Oh, I'm nervous. I've been nervous. My pits are it's, sweating. It's a... Also, hello, Patreon. Hello, Patreon. I'm resting up. Let's go. Um. <clears throat> also, you didn't... Because you're not really on... Uh, Twitter very much. No. But hold on. That was my <laughs> Oh my god, that's good. You know, that should have more retweets than that. Yeah, I was the only person who retweeted it. Like to my personal account. I'm retweet it right now. <laughs> Give me a second, Patreon. I'm gonna get my Twitter activated. 172 views. Come on. Going to the Twitter. Gonna email a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Retweet. Look, and I liked it. And I'm commenting. You're so generous. Fucking right. The the husband after he pours out his very presence, not only upon but within the wife. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you know that article? No. It's bad, man. <laughs> it's it's real anyway. Um yeah, so I, I told Eric I was gonna I had a little had a little interview okay. set up for him. Huh. Question one. Okay. How's your stomach today? How's my stomach today? Feels good. I had a big poop this morning, worked out. Had my coffee, had a little uh, snacky before I came over. I thought you were going to say I had another little poop. <laughs> no, I'm usually like an early morning and then a uh, late afternoon. That, But I will say, since switching to day shift, I, my bowels have had to switch too. Because they were used to having like a 1 a.m. poo yeah, at work. it makes sense. So now it's switched around. But right now, I feel great. What's the best meal you've had in the past week? Best meal I've had in the past yeah. week? Um, I'm going to say I came home the other night and April had made spaghetti, but she had slow cooked the these uh, turkey meatballs in this sauce. And when I got home, it was like it almost looked like a movie spaghetti and meatballs like where it's like the sauce yeah and the, so and i got some parmesan and put over it and it i would say that spaghetti and meatballs it's been so long since i've had actual spaghetti and meatballs it was really good nice. had a little side salad with it so yeah i'm trying to think if we went anywhere else but no that was it spaghetti we had and meatballs we had a meatball noodle pasta the other night yeah too Oddly enough. I just love, a, I love meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, okay. Eric, Yes. have a favorite pair of underwear? Yes. Um, they are, um, they're a pair of Naruto underwear. Nice. But they're like these like sports style ones. Um, uh, PSD makes, like they do a lot of like graphics and stuff, but they're, 
they're made for like airflow and stuff mm, and yeah, they just yeah. feel really good like it, yeah it's the closest thing to not wearing underwear but i can't do that it just feels weird it but it, but it almost feels like there's nothing there i didn't the include time. this but if you could go commando all uh, the time would uh, you if i could yeah uh I would. Do, am I looking out for myself or for other people? I have I my my crack sweats a lot. Yeah, I get sweaty, but I don't want I don't want that stink to. Yeah, be. I I would uh, I would love to not have to wear underwear. <clears throat> yeah, but I know that I need to wear yeah. underwear. <laughs> That's an important. Yeah. So <laughs> partially yes, but I'm looking out for everybody. So but for the most part, it's no. Best that I don't. Yeah. How are you feeling about UK's chances in the NCAA tournament? Well, I, uh, since I just went to a game in person <laughs> and we lost to Vandy, this is that's the reason I'm asking. You I'm this. just hoping we make it yeah. to the tournament. I think we're yeah. going to be good making it to the tournament. I don't think we're going to go far. I would say we may get past our first round and we're done. Yeah. So I I think we'll get past the first sixty four and then. I think we'll fumble. Yeah. Not we're not playing football. I'm just saying we'll we'll fumble something. We'll probably nice. fumble the ball too. Though. We'll definitely yeah. fumble the ball. Uh eat it or yeet it. Okay. Salisbury steak. Eat it. Yeah. I love Okay. I think Salisbury steak is better <laughs> when it's like a microwave meal than when somebody tries to make it. Yeah. I will eat It's a, designed for that. Yeah. I will eat a Salisbury steak. That's in a little pre-made package and microwaved. I'd probably eat one that somebody tried to actually make gourmet because at that point, I don't think it's a real Salisbury steak. Yeah, Salisbury steak is meant to be frozen. You know, put the little slit in the <laughs> in the plastic, heat it up. Go. I'm eating a lot of um, those like healthy pre-cooked Dude, I have meals been too right because, now. Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing at work because I don't know like. Day shift has so many more choices in our um, in the hospital cafeteria, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't want to spend money every time I work, and so yeah, I've been doing a lot of those uh, yeah. healthy choice <clears throat> meals and stuff like that. That like for me, it's in you know part of the losing weight thing, um, but I mean, there's really good options too. And like they there's ta- really they, tasty options. They know how to make them taste good now. Like yeah. before, yeah, yeah. like back in the day, you try to eat one, like one of your parents' meals or something. You're like, this is, this is bad. But now now they pretty much make them taste really good. Yeah. Uh, you can only keep one forever. Okay. The other one you can never have, eat, cook with, oh. put in a drink again. Oh, Lord. Lemon or lime. Ooh, this is tough. Um, lime. You keep lime? I would I would keep lime. No, no, no. I would get rid of lime. Okay. I think there's more things I can do with lemon. I think a good lemonade, like although I'm not big yeah. on big sugary drinks, there's some at some point in the summer, you're gonna just kick back and have a lemonade it's true um you can put bourbon in lemonade like it's so good lime i know lime works good with everything i don't feel like there's a lot of things i eat or drink that i have to have a lime for because yeah. you can make an old-fashioned and use a lemon 
and it's really good. Um, hot toddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'd, I would get rid of the lime. I think I would, too. But that's that's like kind of against, I think, what I would prefer. Because I feel like a really good lime, mm-hmm. you notice more than a really good lemon. Well, I think most a, a lemon is like you can just you can get a shit lemon and put it in a lemonade and it's fine because you <laughs> add a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I get that. Yeah. So it, I think I think the lime is less diverse True. than the lemon is. Yeah. So like I would want to keep the lime just because I like that flavor mm-hmm. more. But I think just from a like it's a utility. The lemon. Yeah, exactly. From from like a usability standpoint, yeah. I think it has to be. I would the, find myself wanting the lemon more because I can use it more than yeah. the lime. What's your mm, okay. personal trait? Oh. Physical, personality, whatever. Okay. That you are the most self conscious over. Uh Probably my hair. Um, ever I since, figured that was going to be. The yeah, case. I'm working hard to try to keep what little hair I have, and I know, like, I'm constantly battling with it because it's like, and this is not, and I've done, I've been this, and so this is what I, I don't want to be, just the bald bearded guy. Yeah, because. And that's nothing against if you're listening, and I guarantee there's several people listening. My personality growing up and things wanted to be different from everybody. You know, I was the private Christian school guy who was listening to metal and being in a metal band and being different. That's just how I'm like wired to be. Watching anime, watching anime, watching bad things, talking bad because I enjoyed doing that. And it wasn't what everybody else was doing. Um, so when I got older and my hair started thinning out, I shaved my head. Um, and at some point, gr- when I was like in a band and stuff, shaving your head was the thing. Like, that was it cool. Was, it yeah. was cool. Then when you get older and you realize a lot of people, as they get older, they start losing hair. So you shave your head, you grow out your beard, and that's that's your thing. I did that, and then I started looking around. I'm like, there's a lot of people that do Everybody this. looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm growing my hair back out, but it's not growing in like it, I want it to. So I'm using products and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like two things that I feel like really in my head, and you could you could think completely different. That's fine. Just like bourbon, we drink things, and we yeah. think something's different. But head and toe are what people look at in my eyes. So... You got cool hair. You got a nice hat. You got something like that. They're looking at that. You got cool shoes, um, stuff like that. People are looking at that. So I always feel like I want nice, nice head, nice feet, toes, footwear. <laughs> I don't. Have, I'm not. I don't have a foot page. Um, <laughs> but thank you know. for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> but even you could even have like an old ratty pair of shoes, and people be like, oh, I think that's his style. Like yeah. He wears. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but probably I'm always I'm more worried about I work out and do all that stuff, but I know body body image body type is not as big a deal to me as my hair. Yeah. So. It's my hair, my head, yeah. Has your life 
gone how you thought it would? Um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to answer this. It's gone. I always, I always felt like I was going to have like a good life, positive life. Do I think at some point I thought it was, I was going to be like in a band or I was going to be a skateboarder or I was going to be doing this. I mean, obviously I'm not, but I think it's went in the way of like, I always thought I'm going to have a house. I'm going to have a family. I'm going to have, I'm going to be able to provide for whoever that is. Yeah. I think we all grow up thinking we're going to have a cool, fun job with a lot of money. Um, is my job cool and fun at times? I mean, I can gross people out. I can (laughs) text people and be like, look what I did, but it's not like I'm not, you know, playing basketball or I'm not like skateboarding or I'm not like doing tours and stuff. But yeah, but I look at the other side of things. I got three fun kids. I got a fun wife and all this stuff. So it is, I I'm living a fun, successful top life. Yeah. Maybe it's not what I thought it was going to be. Um, so I guess that's a 50-50. I've got, I've got everything I want. Is it what I thought I was going to have when I was younger? No. But it's still there in some sort of way. I think I'm, <clears throat> I think I'm in the same boat. As your child. As screaming. my child is screaming in, in the background. Um, I had a, uh, <clears throat> I had, I had this notion for a long time before I met Lucy. So (laughs) when I was younger, um, that I would like the, the, the trajectory of my life, that just kind of the way that things were working out and where I was kind of like expecting things to, to go was that I would get married pretty early Mm -hmm. I would have a kid and I would wind up divorced. Like that's what I kind of had, not in mind, but that was kind of like the expectation that I I had. You thought you were going to get divorced? Yeah. You were just planning on it? No, not like I was expecting it to happen. It was just like, I mean, again, it was just kind of the. Did you think like you were going to like put like a career in front of your family or something like that? No, I thought that I would have just married the wrong person. Okay. Because kind of dove in too soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Because if if I if I break down the way that I am with relationships, oh, okay, That's friendships, romantic, whatever, dove in head first. Too I fast. D- I dive yeah. in head first. I I am very quick to be the first person to say I love you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so my inclination was like. And I mean, it was it was very much a point of like, I accept this. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm not I'm not upset about it. I'm not um, trying to you know avoid it or anything. Right, right, right. And I think like in some ways, you know, it it, it toes the line between <clears throat> being healthy and unhealthy. Yeah, you know, I think the healthy side of it is accepting the fact that things are not always picture perfect. Or the way that you see them in the movies. Right. You know? Yeah. And that things are going to go the way that they go. Yeah. It, and, and, like, the older that I've gotten, the more that that is translated into not worrying about my age. 
or not worrying about what happens when I die. Oh, that's another thing. My age, you know, yeah, you know, I'm worried. I'm always like thinking, like, I don't want to be an old fart. See, I mean, I I think I, I was talking about this with a friend last night. We as millennials are probably the most chill generation. Definitely. Like <laughs> even my kids are more have more you know, they're more high strung and yeah than me. And like, and I mean we're all just kind of like and I, I think that, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that there were these uh, kind of there were these circumstances that we were just kind of born into that we didn't have a whole lot of control over. Yeah. I, you know, and, and we had to kind of just make do with it. Not in, not in a like, um, not, not in like a benign way. Yeah. Like we're not just kind of letting things happen to us, right? but we're very aware of the way that things do happen. That brings up a good point because I, um, I have a coworker who's a little bit younger than me that is kind of, he's not a millennial, but he's kind of close, but cause, and we can talk about things and we joke around, but when it comes to like, and this is kind of getting personal with like money and stuff, but like he, he feels like he, he has to like every decision, he has to save so much and so much and so much and work and do all this and there's everything has to be solid straight down the line before he decides that they're going to take a vacation or yeah something. yeah as opposed to me where if i know that my bills are paid and stuff if i want to if i want to go to disney world or something i'm just like we're just going to go yeah you know what i mean like yeah. he's like don't you don't you want to have so much in your savings and stuff i'm like dude like i want to do all this stuff because I don't think millennials like it's like we've seen so we've seen like our parents and our grandparents and other people around like they're in that category of like they probably didn't take care of themselves when they grew up and yeah stuff. and like yeah, yeah. life just life could just end at any time and I'm like I would rather I would rather do the fun stuff now and go out in a blaze of glory and, and figure it out yeah, later yeah, yeah. you yeah. know yeah I'm going to provide I'm going to be responsible and make sure my bills are paid but. I'm not going to put every cent I have into a savings that who knows what might happen three yeah. years down the road. I'd rather use it now, take the family on a trip, do this with them, have fun, as opposed to worrying about pinching pennies just because I'm putting it in a savings yeah, account. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And I feel like that might be a lot of, you know, the millennial generation. It's like we've seen what happens when you wait too long or we didn't get those chances when we were young and... Now it's like, let's live it up while we can. Yeah. And then what, you know, unfortunately, I know a lot of people are probably like, that's not good, but whatever happens, happens at the end yeah, of the day. And, and I mean, you know, there, there are other aspects of this as well that come into play. Privilege is one of them. Yeah. The fact that we don't have to worry about mm -hmm. where our next paycheck is going to come from, right, whether right. or not we're going to be able to eat. Uh, on a regular basis, that is all a very privileged standpoint. Yeah. I mean, it just is. Yeah. Like it's no, it, it. it's not me trying to say, you know, like trying to be the white knight or whatever, and being like white privilege sucks. It does suck to a degree, but that's not what I'm getting at here. Yeah. What I'm getting at is that I am aware of and conscious of the fact that 
we get to sit down and have this conversation. We get to have the luxury of yeah. sitting down. Bourbon is a luxury. That's, yeah, you know, exactly. to, yeah. to sit down and, and, you know, enjoy this together on a Friday. Yeah, those are the people. During the day. Those are the people that probably aren't on the Patreon because they're like, all right, I, I got I to gotta save every cent I have and put back. But, you know, people listening are probably like, I got an extra $5. Yeah. You know, like I want to have a drink with while I listen to yeah. these guys talk that I, uh, you know, I get along and I agree with or don't agree with. I just, or talk back to while they're That just the reminded me I need to do my taxes. <laughs> Dude, I wait. I wait till like I wait till like the deadline. I don't care. I've worked. I worked. We worked so hard and did overtime and do all that stuff to where a year or two ago. It, I remember you it telling put me this. us. It put us in a different bracket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To where I had to pay, and I I had to look at the person and go, I'm going to be doing a payment plan. I don't have and and it and it really. It pisses me off because they looked at me and they're like, you need to go ahead and just pay this like thousands and thousands of dollars right now and you'll be good. I'm like, I can't. I don't just have like thousands and thousands of dollars sitting around. This, okay? this is this is the guy. What you are doing is setting yourself up to get taken down by the guy that you work with that says, but don't you want to have money saved away? Yeah. <laughs> like this is this is the other side of yeah, that where true. we're like, yeah, I can't just fork over yeah. Thousands of dollars. I'm going to Disney World. I'm not paying so and so to taxes. <laughs> so put me, I'm going to send in and I'm going to spill Look, out the thing for our the. Our mortgages are paid. Our bills yeah, are paid. It's fucking taxes. We're, we're responsible. Taxes are. I'll pay. I, we became take, a country to get away from taxes. I work all this and here we time are. and they take it out of my paycheck every month anyway. <laughs> it'd be crazy if I got my full paycheck and then they're like, well, actually, you got to pay more. It's like, what? No, I'm How about not. I don't. I'm not. And you shut up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fill out the thing and I'm going to send in the minimum amount, you know, and I'm probably going to pay that until I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. So what? Exactly. Take it out of my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Jesus. I, I <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going back to the like kind of expectations yeah, got, for we, your we, life. We went on a, yeah, yeah. You know, thing. But like I, what I was saying is that like the healthy side of it is being able to like realize and accept the things that you might not be able to change yeah but like the unhealthy side of it too is like kind of setting yourself up for failure yeah you know and it's not again it's not like i was looking for an opportunity where i would go in to a relationship and just expect an expiration date you know but that was the only experience that i had up until that yeah. point yeah. up until the time that i met lucy yeah. and we you know well i was kind of the same way i was like <laughs> I'm probably just going to be going from girl to girl. And then I met April yeah. and I instantly was like, I want to marry this person. Yeah. And I mean, and my, my inclination to, uh, it's, it, it's this like kind of fantastical notion or fan, you know, just the, the way that I've, I've wired my brain as I've grown up. I, I'm, I'm only going to marry once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, I mean, it's gonna work out. Well, yeah. <laughs> Things are fine. I mean, yeah. but I'm but I'm just saying, like, if it if it gets to the point and like it doesn't work, like if it we're in that situation and it doesn't work out, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
we we said we'd be with each other forever and it didn't work out. I mean, it's just, you know, no, part take, of it. And no, no, take us both out in a blaze of glory. There we go. Yeah. Right off the cliff. Right but so, Canyon, so, so like that's the unhealthy side of it is that, you know, there there is that expectation of like, yeah, I, gotcha. I, I could, you know, be expecting something bad to happen. And therefore, it will happen. Yeah, like, just will it into existence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, uh, um, oh, what's what are the kids saying? You're sus. No. <laughs> Bet. I, uh, I, I almost have it. I almost have it. I almost have it. I, I. I keep wanting to say fermented, and it's not oh, that. Oh, you, um, you, uh, blah, it's when you, you manifest. Manifested, thank yes. you. Golly, just, why couldn't I the, think of that the word? The people who just say, I'm just going to manifest this into existence. Yeah, exactly. I don't, that's the opposite of what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to manifest a bad relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Trying to manifest He's a really good at manif- right now. <laughs> He's really good at manifesting, but it's all the worst things. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody dying. I want to manifest this into existence. I'm going to manifest brain cancer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We don't have a reason why you yourself have brain cancer. Well, one time I just sat for 24 hours and I just wheeled it into existence. Okay, well, let's figure out how you're going to be comfortable for the next. I manifest myself to death because my husband, I, I was, I, he turned to the dark side of the force. <laughs> we got another Star Wars guy here. <laughs> yeah. Get the laser. Somebody uh, call Mark Hamill. Get the laser uh, <laughs> instead of the uh, the saw. We're going to just try to make his uh, life as best we can here. We're going to cut his brain out. Uh, give me the Yoda mask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing that you want to do more of and one thing you want to do less of with Timbip? With Timbip? Yep. More of, less of. Oh, let's see. More of. Mm, I want to do more. I want to take and do more chances with Timbip because, I mean, this is on Patreon and we, we say exactly what we feel. I feel like between YouTube and podcasting and all that stuff, I feel like there's too many thing, too many things that are all the same. They're doing the same reviews. They're doing the same blinds. They're doing the same bottles. They're doing, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that because fans are fans of their shows and they may watch one or the other, but they're going to go back to that. But it's almost like I want to stand out because those, I want people to be like, those guys do something different. Yeah. Um, and I think that we do. And I guess I'm just saying I want to do more. Mm-hmm. More stuff that may be a little different. Yeah. Um, but I also don't want to get to the point where people are like, that's just too much for me. Um, less of, God, I don't know. I mean, I have so much fun doing what we do. <laughs> um, less Hidden Barn. <laughs> I want to drink less Hidden Barn. No, we only drink one bottle. I want to, I mean, um, like the new stuff is coming from. Um, <sighs> Uh, I wanted to so say Garrison Brothers, same. and it's not that. Garrison, I would be more mad. I hate Texas whiskey. <laughs> I, know. 
it, but it's it's coming from um, I, whatever a different distillery. Yeah, for the newest batch. I don't know, as far as ten bit less of, like I don't know, like I'm. I love where we're at right now. Yeah. I think I like where we're I wanted, going. I just, I just kind of wanted. It, it was more of a thought experiment than it was. Oh no, yeah, to, I like, get it. I'm, I'm honestly thinking of something less. Like I don't know. I can't think of something less than because I feel like we just keep doing what I'm doing. But I definitely, I just want to stand out more. And it's like I want. I want everything to be successful and popular and all that, but do I just want to be in line with everybody else. Like, well, I've li- I've watched this and this, so now my rotation ten bips up. I want people to be like, this is the first thing I want to listen to or watch. Then I'll go back and listen to this podcast or this YouTube yeah. or something like that. I'm waiting. I want. I have podcasts that. I listen. I don't hardly listen to any bourbon podcast anymore, honestly. Comedy podcasts or pop culture podcasts that they do things like, what are they going to say about this segment this week? And I want to. I'm waiting on that episode to drop each week because I want to hear what they say. Yeah. And that's kind of how I want. I want more people to have have us be the first play as opposed to in the middle or yeah. something like that. I mean, I've I've said before uh whether on like a public setting or or just on patreon um my favorite podcast of all time is the weekly planet yeah like just just hands down Mm -hmm. um and i i've even said so much as like if you look at the structure of the weekly planet (laughs) up against the structure of this is my bourbon podcast yeah they are almost identical and and the reason the reason behind that is was not really like oh I'm trying to imitate people that I look up to. It was more of a like, well, this is a proven method for success. Yeah. So, you know, you've got segments built in, you've got different options to or different times to talk about different things. Like it, it's just, there were so, there's so much about that show that while it is structured, it's so bonkers and off the wall, and yeah. you never know what you're going to get yeah. week to week. Uh-huh. You have what I mean, the exact same thing that we do, where we just have random new characters that pop up, is yeah. is a thing that that James and Mason do. Yeah, I mean, it is just part of their or like a quote or their a voice vernacular. Or exactly, like that. exactly, and, that, and and that's just yeah, I you love know, that it it it's. Yeah, I, I want I I agree with you. <clears throat> and I've been told before too, not to like pat myself on the back or anything, but like I have been told before that this is the podcast that people are looking the most forward to every week. Yeah. You know, the one that they they are just kind of like craving the next one. Right. Of. And I, I love that. I appreciate the heck out of that. Yeah. Um but I, and it, I it warms it warms my cold dead heart. I think it and I think we <laughs> We That's not a, true. Oh, yeah, it does. Mom, no, no, I mean my, co- my, my heart is You're neither cold nor dead. You don't have a heart. <laughs> um, but it's fun to like have like a week-to-week thing to where like are they going to continue that from last week or like, oh, they've got a new joke that's going to go on for what a couple bi- weeks. Like what stuff. bits have we forgotten about that other people are wanting us to do more of. Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's something. There's got to be something. Like, I feel like when I first started, I think maybe people were wondering, like, what movie quote or am I going to intro with? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I went for a while. I'll do that. Um, 
Citibank. Yeah, speaking of bills. <laughs> um, it's not late. They just want me to, like... Pay it. No, they want me to, like, expand the the amount that I have. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to get any more debt. Like, <laughs> I'm fine with the credit limit I got. Um, I've talked to them, like, three times. They keep calling. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, people always bring up the characters, you know. Yeah, oh, Perry, for sure. We've... We've we've kind of played into uh, Pete is Pete. Perry Russell has not done much lately. Perry Russell hasn't been around in a while. I think Perry Russell though is like he <laughs> he he requires more time yeah, and attention, yeah. whereas Pete is just a little gremlin Pete that lives, lives in, in my the, in my ceiling. In your ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dude! You live here rent free. Still deserve something. That's you get like, plenty. That's, that's like the people who like do the thing where uh, they what are what are they called when they are like homeless and they just go and live in a house? Squatters. And, squatters. Yeah. They're like, this is my right, and you need to like yeah. protect squatters. Me. Squatters rights. Yeah. I was like, no. Um, I was considering putting this. I've been talking for a long time about doing uh, just uh, like the week a week in Timbip on Patreon. Um where I just string it all together. I might still do it for this. Cause I think this is a very accessible, um, way for people to listen to yeah. what we do on Patreon. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, if I do wind up doing that for the wider audience, um, this is, you know, kind of how our weeks typically go, uh, with content for Patreon. So if you like this, uh, and would like more of it, um, you can head to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. I have one last question for you. Last question. Let's go. What do I do for my job? <laughs> what do I do for my job? No, what do I do? Do you do? What do oh, I, I do for my job? Okay. okay. Let's see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> see if you can. So Perry. Suss it out. <laughs> so part, I will say. Part of Perry's job, I think, because I know it pays some of the bills and it, it uses some part of the job, is being the creator, editor, and host of this number no, podcast. No, 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 no. Your actual job? I want you to tell me what I do for my nine to five okay. work week job. So Perry, Perry works from home. But he also has to go into the office a few times a week. Um, he works... For the state of Kentucky. And he makes, um, sometimes he's in charge of the, um, like special meetings. Like, uh, they ask him to like make like, um, like sound effects and stuff for it. But his main job is, uh, I think it's, <laughs> let's see. Let me make sure I, get this right. <laughs> I knew this was going to trip you up. <laughs> he helps people with insurance. Like if they have like uh, if they have stuff at their job and they're like trying to get like I think like people like FMLA or like they want to get people paid like their employees the main employer will call Perry and be like yeah I've got so and so many employees I'm gonna need this and this and Perry helps get that set up so they can like have like insurance and stuff something like that not even close to no but that one time <laughs> I was in here while you had a call. They were like, "How many? How many employees do you have?" That's, I can't talk about this pub, too publicly. I know, but, but I feel like you help help people like small businesses and stuff 
Like make sure they're getting like no what what like I, funds from the state. No. What I do, <laughs> I knew you weren't going to get this right. I've never actually, I know I know you're on calls and stuff. <laughs> I just don't know exactly what the calls are about. So we collect, I work I work for KY Stats in, in the, yeah. the labor and uh, workforce cabinet. Right, right, right. Um, and we collect and publish wage data for employers and employees all across the state. Okay. So what we do essentially the way that it 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 impacts Kentucky is that it gives employers an idea a of how the economy is going and b whether or not they are paying their workers an appropriate amount. Oh, I thought it was insurance. No. <laughs> okay. I knew it had something to do with what is is that a tornado warning? That's a tornado watch, I think. Wow, fuck that. Ten bit for life, baby. I, I, <laughs> Going out in the blaze of glory. <laughs> I thought I for some reason I had in my head your insurance. I knew you work for the state. I knew yeah, you had no, to do I don't. stuff. I knew you had to do stuff with like the amount of employees and stuff. I just didn't know what that was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> but you made like a like a little presentation. Yeah, that one no, time. what I what what you're talking about. Somebody was like, and, Does anybody know how to use garage bands? <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> it's no secret, of course, within like the office within the, excuse me, um, the the team, I guess, that I do this podcast. Yeah. Right? And so they're like, oh, we needed a voiceover for this video. What if your boss was like, hey, do you have a Patreon? <laughs> like, no. Do you have an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how how personal can we get? Um, I, but no, they, they were needing somebody to do a voiceover for the video yeah. that they were working on. Uh, and they're like, oh, well, Perry's got audio equipment and you know, he does the podcast and everything. Uh, and so I did a very like professional <laughs> copy read of it and like made it sound like I was an actual voiceover artist. Yeah, in the land of so, opportunity. Yeah. Um, so if you need uh, somebody to do a voiceover for a video, let me know. Yeah, let me know too. And I'll let Perry... Uh, do it for it you for me i'll just be the voice <laughs> i've always wanted to be a voice in like a cartoon dude well i mean that's part of why we're that wasn't me that was pete <laughs> but that's part of why we're doing we want to do this scripted thing yeah too yeah which i'm i need to sit down and start writing um because the ideas just keep kind of right popping up anyway i think that does it for patreon that was fun yeah I like that. I told you it wasn't going to be too like. Where did you that, did you like uh, find like like uh, nope, template wrote, of questions? You wrote, wrote them all. Your, damn. Here am I. Like the last time I interviewed you, I was like, you did which, a BuzzFeed article. Which Star Wars character <laughs> are you going to be? Damn, I need to step up my game. <laughs> all right. Well, if you are hearing this uh, in some kind of main audio feed and. Uh, you want to support the show, like I said, patreon.com slash podcast. I'll probably include uh, the unedited version of the main episode as well for oh. people to hear. Nice. Uh, just because that's a week in Patreon for Timbib. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, people got to know but, what happens in there. They can't just hear us and be like, well, you know, they didn't sell it good enough. Yeah. <laughs> I try to sell it. We, to we try to sell it. I got to know. I got to know. What did they cut out? Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. See you on the main episode. See ya.
audio's rolling. Oh, that was a terrible crap. Crap. That's a horrible crap. That was a terrible crap. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me this week, uh, the poopy boy himself. It's Eric. I didn't have a horrible crap. <laughs> one. It was pretty good. You know when you feel like you've lost like a pound? I was like, I was like, success. This is good. You know, sometimes I'm like, I do that clap so inside baseball i i clap so that i can sync audio to video and everything and sometimes i'm like this could go really well or really terribly and it seems like more often than not recently it's gone so poorly that it winds up being the cold open for an episode yeah so bingo bango (laughs) you hit the microphone i just it gets to the point where i just i don't know i've lost all sense of self and i just throw the microphone to the wall and i'm by myself and i'm just like yeah it's good stuff do this (laughs) Anyway, uh, thanks for being here. If you're here for the first time and haven't subscribed yet, whether you're on YouTube or on the podcast feed itself, thank you so much for checking it out. And please do subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. You can do that right in app. We read those reviews out here on the show. I don't know if we have a new review this week. I haven't checked uh, in a bit. Surprise. Um, but <laughs> It's a phone call from yeah. somebody. They're like, hey. They get everything your mixed up. Sucks. Like, uh, oh, it's yeah, a the barrel show. ring segment, but they leave a review in the barrel ring segment. Stop eating pretzels into the microphone. <laughs> Stop eating in the microphone. It makes me uncomfortable. I'll I, talk about that in I a second. I pay for that uh, content on another site for people to eat stuff in front yeah. of me. It's called uh, Wiki Food. Only foods. That was a bad joke. Only snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? What do I have to talk about? Follow us on social media yeah. at my bourbon pod at whiskey mutant. Send us questions or comments that you may have for us to read out on the show or just in general to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. You can also find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. And, um, what the heck else? Barrel rings. That's what that's a thing that we do. That's a segment here. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at 859-428-8253. Once again, that number is 859-428-8253. Call it. Be on the podcast. Part of my job is leaving a voicemail. <laughs> I tell people what my phone number is. So it's like second nature now for me to be like, <laughs> once again, that number is once 859-428-8253. If you forgot just a second ago, 859-428-8253. And it's also on the bottom of the screen here. Wait, I didn't do that great. It's also I still scrolling didn't do it great. across the whole screen. Right <laughs> here. <laughs> and it's also up here. And it's also up here. And it's behind you. Not you. There? <laughs> Crap. 859-428-8253. Um, I really wish I had gotten like 859 bourbon. If I'm not bourbon, there uh, there has to be somebody already in like I know that, that I know that there there is, but somebody I, that I, sucks too. I bet <laughs> they don't even sell just good awful bourbon. People, 
They're just horrible. <laughs> just a real piece of trash. Like people are like people even see that and they're like, I can't believe these guys got that money. <laughs> it has to be. I can think of about four places right now. I'm not going to say them out loud that probably have that. I want to see. So if I call it, no. Do it. I dare you. R, B, O, N. Is it even enough? It is. Two six eight seven two six six. Don't call this number. <laughs> or do tell but, us what they say. But I wonder if it is. Just call it. See what happens. We'll just hang up. Just say wrong number. Oh, it's a fax machine. Leave a fax. Dial in a fax. That's such a bummer that it's a fax number. Hmm. Well, how do we how do we co-opt that so that we can have that number? I don't know. Uh, I think we dumb. can figure it out though. Yeah, sure. Anyway, send a fax. Um, support the show on Patreon too. patreoncom podcast. Let's send the fax to that number, asking them <laughs> yeah. if we can have this number. <laughs> They get just a fax. I was like, can we have this number? <laughs> it's a, That's all it says, too. Yeah. It's just oh, an eight and a half by 11 in like 12 point font that just says, can we please have this number? Yeah. No context. No. no. <laughs> or we could leave our number and leave the barrel rings number and they could call it and see what they say. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Anyway, support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as $5 a month, you get bonus content. Uh, but this week, you actually have the chance to hear everything that we do on Patreon normally oh boy. Uh, in the main podcast feed as well as on the YouTube channel. Um, it's just going to be kind of like a compilation yeah. video uh, that includes all the stuff that we do uh, on a weekly basis. So if you want to go check that out, uh, and there's it, it's literally our typical I'm rethinking thing things that we that do. I said right now. You didn't say anything bad. We'll see next week. If you may want to call your lawyer, though. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Start looking for another job. I hate when people are like, call your lawyer. Like, <laughs> I don't have a lawyer. <laughs> Does anybody just have a lawyer? Yeah, Is that, that's a legitimate question. Yeah. People do? Yeah. Just do. normal people. Yeah, we do. You have a lawyer. The, that's Ritter, just... the Ritter family has a lawyer. I'm from freaking Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. Like, living in the hall. Like, yeah, yeah. My lawyer is probably my... <laughs> uncle that i don't even know probably it was your dad that's why he left oh <laughs> that's the meanest thing i've ever said he that a, is he had a big that... case and he never came home mm, i thought it was because of the cigarettes and the uh budweiser so he's a legitimate lawyer never seen any of that money yeah right lawyer money yeah probably must not got any cases because he didn't send me no money must not um but it also Uh, tickets are on sale for this Suburban Weekend 2023. Uh, that also means that tickets for the live show with Peggy No Stevens are on sale. Uh, pairing with Peggy. Pairing with Peggy. It's gonna be a fun time. AKA battling Peggy. Battling it out. Yeah. Punching a lady in the face. (laughs) That's what Eric's told me he's gonna do. He's not going to do that. I'm not denying it. <laughs> I'm just playing. That. I'm just playing. It's a joke. It's just like. It's a joke. You're just like. It's it just apropos of nothing. It's completely quiet. You stand up and just stare her down and you just. 
she blocks left it hooker. One hand. <laughs> oh, she, she would it. too, dude. And I'm like, oh, that's on. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z style. Yeah. This isn't even my final Perry form. Freaks out. He just, he's like, I can't believe this. Is I happening. can't do this. Yeah. This is your show now. No, but seriously, like live show, Lexington, Kentucky. We've got discount hotel rooms. Whether you want to come in and buy a VIP ticket, whether you want to just come in for that night. Uh, if you buy just a live show ticket, uh, send us a message. We got a link that we gave to all the VIP people for a discount. Mm-hmm. We will gladly give you that discount as long as there's rooms left. Um, it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, man. You can, you can plan your weekend around it. Um, hit us up. Tell us you're coming. Uh, whatever. But like, seriously, show it's- up for the live show at least. It's going to be fun. It's your opportunity to meet the people who are always mm-hmm. in chats and that we always talk about there's gonna be enough in time passing like everybody yeah. knows who they are but even some of you not, might not because you might be new here because yeah. i was just on mat madness and i lost and i brought shame and dishonor to my family I and didn't, didn't avenge the thing. I lost. didn't avenge my homie but well, you know that's what we do yeah we'll talk more about mat madness in a minute um but yeah like uh, there's going to be a pre-show like uh, doors open early you can hang out and eat and drink with people Everybody kind of hung out last last time afterwards before everybody left. If you do get in on the VIP that's left, there is going to be a VIP lounge where after the show you can go back and I don't know what the snack is he just pulled out, but um, yeah, just keep going. I, yeah, the VIP lounge is going to be open um, to anybody all weekend. So after the show, you want to have more drinks with people? Go to VIP lounge, get in on it. Um, but even if you don't. Buy a live show ticket. It's only $30. You're going to get a drink on us. There's going to be a cash bar. There's going to be food. Uh, maybe something else if we can come up with it. And then... <laughs> if we th- I mean, you don't know. You I know, know, but it I just know. sounded like... Um, just You know just, you know just, how we work. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know how we operate. We might have something wor- for you, it's you worth idiots. It's the price of admission just for the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, get in on it. Perry's got the link in the description. It's going to be posted pretty much everywhere soon. We're going to start posting it on Instagram and all that. So, yeah, be ready. Yeah. I'm switching it up a little bit this week. You lied to me. I didn't. You said you're doing flying blind. I am. Those are snacks. Yes. We usually do sips and snacks. Yeah. And are you doing a are you doing a double right now? No, you're figuring out what to pair with these. <laughs> all right. What are these? So I, I bought a couple of cookies on Amazon. Uh, oh. The first one, it is a, it's a British cookie. And the reason that I'll talk about this show more in uh, Tips and Bits, um, but we were watching a show on Netflix the called... The name of them are cracking me up. Jammy Dodgers? Jammy Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very British. Jammy. Yeah. Jammy Dodgers. It's very British. Um, jammy Dodgers. And they were they were eating these cookies, jammy dodgers. Uh, and so it's basically just like um, those really generic cookies. Raspberry. No. It says raspberry. Oh, yes. But that's not what I mean. Oh. I mean, <laughs> short, it's, it's like two shortbread cookies with some raspberry. F- I was going to hand you this one. Oh, I thought that was yours. No, so. no, 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 no. Oh, well, now no. we both have one. All right. There we go. Um, and Lucy was like, if we're going to keep watching the show, Ooh. we got to we gotta get like some. Um, this I was like, okay, I, I got them on Amazon, and they were here on Tuesday. Damn. And then I also got my Mal- Malomar Malomars, my favorite cookie of all time. 
which is going to be, I think, a little bit more up your alley and will probably be This is your easy. favorite cookie of all time. Pretty much. Where are these from? Uh, the Northeast. Okay. How did, they're how they're did American. become your favorite? How did you... <laughs> it's a long it? story. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not too long where I can't tell it on a podcast. Um, so when I, was, when I was in college, my roommate showed me this... Uh, it was this sketch that they used to do on Conan where one of his writers had like a a segment where he would just complain about things. Yeah. And one of the things that he complained about was that Malamars aren't available year round. And at that point, I don't know if it's changed since then, but the reason is because they're encased in chocolate. Yeah. Right? Yep, they are. And the thinking was that dark chocolate. They would melt. Yeah. In warmer temperatures. Um, so I was like, I've got to try Malamars. I've got to find them. Uh, I had uh, one of one of our one of my dad's cousins who lives up in New England sent me a box because I couldn't find them anywhere in Kentucky. That's crazy. Uh, and so I just kind of fell in love with them. them. Say again. Amazon didn't have them. Either. No, Amazon did. This that's where I got these from. Uh, this was a specific box. But the first no 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 the okay. first box that I got came from Boston. <laughs> right from the source. Yeah. But it's like a graham cracker cookie. Okay. Chocolate a mar- marshmallow. A marshmallow it's a puff s'more. and then covered in chocolate. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Essentially. But that's uh I wanted to see okay. if we could put you to the test. This is our Matt Madness. Um <laughs> That was a mean thing to say. That's not true. Um, this is more up our alley, this I think, is madness. probably a this little more madness. accurate. Um, I wanted to see what you would pair with these. Okay. You have never had either of these cookies before. Mm-mm. No. Um, but. Which one first? Let's go with the Jammy Dodger first because Jammy it's. Dodger, I still crack up. <laughs> I will say, since I'm probably going to ruin this part of it, but. After you figure out what you paired, the heart is indented just enough to where that is a perfect little spot for a pour over. Oh, yeah, hadn't thought about that. Yeah, so well, it's a good thing there's more. Yeah, but I'm gonna take a big old bite and see what happens. This caught me off guard because I didn't realize the raspberry filling was gonna be as like chewy yeah so i thought it was going to be like a it's it's raspberry jam it's jam yeah yeah okay Mm. this is got to be the perfect snack to make a peanut butter and jelly um Mm. I need the most nutty Knob Creek that you have right now. Or a bean product, I guess. I need something nutty. Okay, here we go. Knob Creek single <laughs> That I just got yesterday. 2020? Yeah. Nice. Okay. It was uh, at, a, at a liquor barn. Yeah, and I am... I'm making. I'm doing this one a little simple because I mean this is a breaded cookie with a jam yeah, yeah. and everything, but it doesn't always have to be like the craziest pairings ever. 
Like, I just think that this is going to be good. I instantly was like, this needs like a something nutty, like a Knob Creek. Yeah. This is the part of pairing that I like the most, where you're kind of creating a new thing. Yeah, this is where you make a peanut butter and jelly out of what you got. Yeah. Ooh, that smells good. <laughs> All right, first we'll do a uh, sip and then a bite. Oh, oh, that's a good knob creek taste. It's got a funk to it. Oh, yeah. That's money. Nothing overpowers each other. It really is like a very, like, mixing together in your mouth like nothing there's not too much alcohol there's not too much jam that's really good yeah oh yeah Ooh, the finish that's where it's at uh, i'm gonna do a little pour over try not to make a mess just a little drop i made a mess <laughs> immediately makes a mess oh it's like a peanut butter and jelly but it turns the cookie into like kind of a wheat, kind of like a spicy oh, yeah, rye yeah. wheat bread. And it's like a good peanut butter and jam or jelly on like a toasted, wheated bread. Yeah. It's like a good one, like not one of like the lame wheated mm, breads mm-hmm. that you like. Oh, this is crap. Mm. Oh, that's good. It's a really good little pairing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Sorry. <laughs> the cookies themselves, too, are not so, like, strong and overpowering that they feel, like, unhealthy. No, they <laughs> feel very light. Yeah. Which I, I mean, that's one of the reasons I like them so much. Yeah. But Okay. So. Now here... I'm a little nervous about this one. <laughs> Only because you said this is your favorite cookie. And it gets a little tricky when you pair dark chocolate to me. Yeah. Milk chocolate, I think, is a little less, you know, it's not as strong as dark chocolate, so it's a little more, more giving. Dark chocolate can overpower things very yeah. easily. So let's go in here. It's so light. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But how perfect is that? Mm. I mean, it's going to, like, accept a pour-over so nicely. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. Okay. There's something I wish I'm I... just going to eat a whole one and then have another one for when we pair it because I haven't had these in a long yeah, time good. and I freaking missed them. I don't know if you have this because I, I think I only have like one at my house. Do we have any toasted rye products with us right now? Let me look. I think a rye, but like the toasted rye. We have like a Mictor's toasted rye, which I don't know if we do or not. Yeah, if we had like that. Or any, even like a... I just feel like this needs a little spice to it, and I think a rye is going to work good. And I think the toasted ryes kind of put a little bit more graham, crack, graham cracker and chocolate into things. This is just... Ampl- this is an amplify... Amp- 
Let me try that again. Amplif amplifying pairing. We're going to amplify the snack. Oh. Oh, we do. Oh, bring it over. Is that the Jack Daniels one? It's the yes. Jack Daniels one. Yes, I want some rye and I want a little graham cracker and I just want to make this cookie even explode even more in your mouth. Just for posterity, I brought another bottle over too. Well, I ain't toasted, but I don't <laughs> Oh my. I figured you wouldn't be mad about it. No. Bum, bum, bum. Just clean my glass up. Dude, so I could crush. I can drink some whiskey. I could, I could crush a pack of these little cookies because. Oh, 100%. It would take about five of them to make me feel like I've ate like one really good cookie. <laughs> I know, right? They're so dangerous. I, I mean, I'm not a big like cookie guy in general, but I like having something different. Yeah. And this is like just different enough because it doesn't really feel like you're eating a s'more. Well, you know it, what I mean? And it does a good job of not making the marshmallow taste artificial and like. No, it's thick. like a real marshmallow. Some marshmallow snacks are god awful. Yeah. Because the marshmallow is too like sticky and like you can't even chew through it. All right. Sorry. Our director just sent us an email that uh, maybe I shouldn't talk about it since this is going to be in the un unedited yeah, public version of You got an email from your boss. Uh, my director. Yes. Jack Daniels Distillery Series. Straight Tennessee rye whiskey finished in high toast oak barrels. 101 proof. Released July 2022. Freaking love this bottle, man. Oh, yeah. Instant graham crackers. Oh, oh yes. Spicy graham crackers. Yeah. Graham crackers with extra cinnamon on top of it. Is it just me? Oh, yeah. Or is there like a chili? Whoa, okay. Let me start that over. Red hot chili peppers? No. Oh. Is it just me or is there like a chili pepper note on the nose mm -hmm. too? It, it It is. It's like a, it borders cinnamon, like cinnamon yeah. hot yeah, 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 to yeah. chili. It's brown and red. Like the, when I see the colors that I taste this, it's brown and red. It goes from graham crackers to chili. That's really good. Oh, it's such a good whiskey. All right. Um, spoilers for an upcoming episode. Sip and snack. We are getting sent the Jack Daniels 12-year that's coming Aww. out. And the newest batch of the 10-year. Uh, so look forward to that review oh, yeah. <laughs> before too long. Oh, yeah. All that cinnamon or that chili or whatever you want to call it. Mixed with all the sweetness of this is absolutely perfect. This is. Oh. 
Oh wow. That, it 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 turns it into like peanut butter marshmallow. That's one of the best <laughs> pairings we've done on the show. That's amazing. I don't even want to try the makers with it now. I mean, we'll have it later for yeah. something. <laughs> it's that it's that like spice that like that Holy moly. I don't know dude. if it's the toasted part of it or if it's just like the mash bill. It's that spice mixed with all the sweet of that snack that just is 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10 pairing. Dude, that's incredible. And it kind of like lingers in your mouth too, and you can like drink again and like you get those same flavors in there. Oh, wow. Man. What a killer pairing. Hey. They don't call him the mutant for nothing. You got the snacks. They don't call you the pear bear for nothing. See? Full circle, baby. I just, just showed like, everybody the food in my mouth. I'm sorry. Ain't, this ain't just the... This, the pairings aren't just me. You got the pear bear. Now, to be fair, pear is always supposed to be spelled, in this case, P-E-R-R. Yeah. Bear. Yeah. But I like that we're now like a superhero team. <laughs> Whiskey Mutant and the Pear Bear. I'll be your sidekick. I don't care. Pear Bear and the Whiskey Mutant. Depends on who's writing the comic. Is the main writer that writes Whiskey Mutant writing it, or is the main writer who's writing Pear Bear writing it? I have been... Uh, I finally got back into comics this past week. I've been catching up on Batman and Spider-Man. I need to do that. <laughs> My two favorites. But I'm going to talk about it in... Um, tips and bits yeah the there is a run on the batman comics that is happening still right now i think that was upstairs that is the best batman story since the court of owls really oh yeah oh man do you want to know i'm good I like three. <laughs> yeah <laughs> You snuck one when I wasn't looking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you. Yeah, I grabbed one to do again, and I actually grabbed two at the same time. Oh, I opened just... it from the wrong side. That's all right. Oh, well. Hey, it even says open the other end. Do you ever? Do you just demolish cereal boxes when you open them? I, I'm the worst at open. I will, uh, I will open it, and one it. side will be glued down, and it will be just a half open, and then it just doesn't work. It's more important to me and my wife, actually, that the bag is securely yeah because you can roll it up and like yeah yeah, yeah. exactly but yeah. the box I, I don't care it's just a yeah. vehicle for the bag to live in the cave it is the cave it's the cereal cave the cereal cave cereal man and milk boy <laughs> there we go milk boy that's a thing milk boy watch your powers I squirt milk okay. <laughs> Uh, I have at least three places now. Just... <laughs> do we do we need to ask where from? It's where you think it's from. There's more than you know. <laughs> you know how many holes the human body has? <laughs> at and, least seven, and, and milk comes out of all of them. <laughs> and cereal man activates his side of things. <laughs> it gets really crazy. We're part of a well-balanced breakfast. <laughs> 
Start your day off right with cereal man and milk boy. Or end your night the same way as well. <laughs> Start your day or end your night. Cereal man and milk boy. <laughs> That's one of the dumbest things I've ever done. That's the second time we've done something dumb. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, what have you been drinking recently? <laughs> Uh, what have I been drinking? Um, Not much, right? No. Uh, if I sound more alive, maybe I don't. In my head, I do. I think you sound about the same. Probably. <laughs> You're still operating at what, like 60%? I, yeah, I feel in my head that I've got more rest. I switched shifts, so I've kind of had to switch my, yay, land of the living. Um, but I can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. If you clap, you just dedicated the bit and you just clap the whole time. I'm I'm a you know, they have like seat fillers for the Oscar. Yeah. Oscar. You're just that guy. Oscar the Grout. My brain's broken, dude. <laughs> I'm the clap filler. <laughs> no, I'm not. Never mind. You're you're, you're doing it today. Kill All the claps. Flat filler. Can we release this episode? I don't know. You may have to. We may have to change everything we said and say next week is the episode where everybody gets the uncut stuff. Um, no, but like, I, so I've not had much to drink this week. I did go watch UK play basketball, in which they lost, uh, and I really think that I what am, a shocker. We were doing good. We were on a four-game winning streak and finally made it to the top 25 again, and then we blew it against Vandy, which the last UK game I went to, and I took my son, we were playing football, and we were doing good, and we lost to Vandy then. So I'm gonna, I am need to try to watch UK it's your play. your fault. I need to try to watch them play Vandy in baseball and go to that and see <laughs> if I really am at fault. Um, but unfortunately... Uh, college sports, especially uh, in Kentucky, I think some of them are changing the rules, but they don't serve alcohol at college sports. Stupid. Um, and I had my kid, so I didn't do the old sneaky, sneaky and put something in there. So I didn't have anything then. But I have had um, some good old fashions. Um, I had one last night, got off work. Um, if you listen to the uh, other stuff, I use some pin hook. Um, it's been really good in my old fashioned, very orangey. Um, what else? Did I have anything else? Um, I think Sunday night, I had um, I had some new riff. It was uh, one of the picks I did with Wrestling with Whiskey because <clears throat> we are planning our next pick for Wrestling with Whiskey. So I was trying to, we want to do something completely different than what we have done. Um, it's, uh, wrestling with whiskey, whiskey mania five. So we're trying to do like a star Wars thing. That's like whiskey mania strikes back. And I was like, what if we did like just this out of like, when we picked it, we like, what's the darkest, like evil sample in this bit instead of like, this is the best. This is what everybody was like. So we're thinking about that. So I've had a little new riff. I have some old fashions, nothing, nothing too exciting. Um, but yeah, that's, that's probably about it. I would say. Um, you had. I haven't really had anything too terribly of note either. Uh, actually, you know what? That's not true. I went a little crazy with the uh, French oak finishing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got another turkey bottle. I saw going. that. I saw that. Um, 
we've got the Kentucky Tavern, which yeah. we need to we need to um, and the Mictors address. Too. Not no, not the Mictors. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know where it is, but that benchmark. F- you what? just start putting the little <laughs> chips just everything. In everything. Yeah. Like, oh, you got it. Oh, it's got the chips. Yeah, it's Van Winkle twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want more oak? <laughs> Let's oak it out. <laughs> oak it up, baby. Yes. Um, but the other one was the Benchmark Foolproof with the French oak chips. And I got to say, <clears throat> Rick. Um, Look how dark that is. Right? It's black in, as my soul. In doing all of this, it has made me realize I freaking love the French oak note. I mean, it's it's so good, dude. Don't drink that before we drink the Kentucky Tavern. <laughs> I forgot there's a segment. To this. Yeah. A... Um, so part of uh, fi- what are what are we calling this? Did we have a thing? We said something a couple weeks ago. Finish. Finish me, Daddy. No, it's not that. I knew that's what you were gonna say, but it wasn't that. Um, oh, it was like chip off the old block or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, chip me, Daddy. <laughs> chip me, Daddy. Ah, oh, that's better. I had a swig of the Kentucky Tavern last night. Out of curiosity, and I want you to take a drink of that. I'll have one with you too because this is a team effort. Jeez, look at in the camera. This is a black as oil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I put the fun stopper back on. I love um, that there's a fun stopper on this size of a bottle. A little plastic bottle. Uh, because I didn't want any of the oak chips to come out with it. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, and that way, too, I can pour it into another vessel. And it's still, like, don't even think that the bottle is making it. Like, it's still oh, no. dark. As... Oh, no. It's very dark. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, a couple weeks ago, I uh, we, we put some French oak chips into a plastic Kentucky Tavern bottle that I've had sitting around for, I don't know, like three years. Um, nothing... Out of the ordinary, three years old, 80 proof. Um, and, you know, we had such success with the Wild Turkey 101 that I figured, why don't we do that with something we don't like? Yeah. See if it improves it. We may have gone too far. Well, it has a little shoe polish note <laughs> to it. I mean, it's not bad. Shoe, shoe polish and barbecue. Shoe polish. Shoe well, polish and barbecue sauce. My grandpa had like a legit shoe polishing kit and like he had made like the like the container it was yeah. like this wooden like box and it smells like wood yeah. and yeah, yeah. shoe polish oh no baby <laughs> we've made a make we've made a big mistake <laughs> we've made a big mistake it's like motor oil and coffee. <laughs> mm. The finish isn't bad. So there's this much left. If you're watching or listening, there's less than half a bottle, but not half. by much. I will. If Perry's okay with it. Take it with you, please. I will sample this out <laughs> to anybody who sends me a message. No, no. I will sample this out to anybody when I post... Um, this will post on at my bourbon pod and at whiskey mutant on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. This episode. This episode. When I do the Funko post for this episode, um, I will send a sample 
to anyone who comments, um, chip me daddy. There we go. Chip me daddy under the post. I'm going to pour a little bit of this out for myself yeah, so that I have that. it for posterity. Yeah. But boy, howdy, this is bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. And I will. It's so weird. I will sample it out until like I've ran out and then like, I'm sorry. I apologize if you, you post that, that comment and, um, I've ran out. Okay. Ready. Mm. Special, special time. <laughs> she kissed me. Yeah. How You're many people? so weird. How many times do people kiss each other on this podcast? That's the first time actually. See, I said special time. Yeah, you're right. See, special. I'm actually gonna do two, because unlock this scope. I want my I want my dad to try it too. Uh, you're gonna ruin his palate. <laughs> Papa Ritter be tasting motor oil for days. So yeah, chip me, daddy, in the Funko post. Whether you're looking at it under mine or the at my bourbon pod page. Now, this, this brings up something interesting that we should talk about, too, which we've never addressed on the podcast before. But there has been this wave of dumb, like, send it to us in a private message and we'll promote it on our page. Oh, my comments God. on stuff. Ugh, and we keep getting them from, like, Funko accounts. Kentucky uh, accounts. Yeah. Like. And... It would be really funny, though, if somehow the Matrix broke for it and one of those accounts commented, Chip Me Daddy. <laughs> That's the test. To That's see the if real people test. Are legit, yeah, yeah, yeah. like exactly. bots or not. Um, that would be hysterical. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, things I've been drinking yeah. recently. Um, she also, huh? They're going to her mom's. I was like, oh, my God, the child's escaped. And she's not happy about it yeah, either. She's apparently. mad. She's like, I didn't mean to go outside. I hate this. She's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean outside? I don't want to be here. Do you want to be here? You just said you want to go outdoors. <laughs> I'm a kid. I don't know. I lied. I don't know what's happening. Why did you lie? Because I don't know. Uh, anyway. Uh, I had a Bourbon County Stout last night. Nice. After my stream was over because I hadn't had one in a while and... Which one was it? Just the, uh, just, just the regular one yeah. from uh, from 2022. Um, trying to think. I mean, I've been on a Turkey 101 kick just kind of in general. I feel like it's been a, it's been a slow. We haven't had a lot of releases lot of recently. Releases. We haven't had a lot of things that have been of note that we've needed to you know, pick up and review or anything. Yeah. We've kind of been waiting on stuff to... Uh, drop in price mm-hmm. too uh, before we we picked it up to review and uh, well as a matter of fact that's what we're doing on today's episode oh, review. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, so we are reviewing today Fortuna. I've been excited to try this. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, this is from Rare Character. Nice. 102 proof. Aged at least six years. Oh, my God. Six-year MGP. Nope. It's Kentucky. Really? Yeah. I, I just that... said Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I was paying attention. <laughs> Sorry. You're a liar. 
I don't believe you. <laughs> I knew the bottle name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was paying attention to that. Ooh, I like this little back label. It looks like a Dude, little... Dude, I love the packaging on this. Um, it's, it's a revival brand. It was, you know, around in like the early... 1900s or something. I think it was a, a victim of prohibition. Mm. Uh, rare character. Some good medicine back then. Bought the, the rights to it and uh, basically revived the label. Look at the back label. I love they made it look like a little like It's like a scroll. scroll. Like parchment paper. Yeah. Um, really cool stuff. So this is actually from the very first batch. And it's just been sitting at Liquor Barn. <laughs> nice. And it was on sale. I love it. America. The tax um, stamp on it and everything. Tax stamp and everything, my man. I was I hated that. My man. My man. <laughs> tax stamp, my man. My dude, my bro. My dude. What's hanging, my dude? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> there, so at this liquor store over by us, yeah. the guy who is normally working nights and weekends unironically calls everybody bruh. Bruh. <laughs> It's like some like he lost a bet or something. <laughs> Bruh. Every time I see him, he's like, what's up, bruh? Bruh. All right. So we don't know where this is technically sourced from. I'd, I would be unsurprised if it were, you know, kind of the three big sourcers right now in Kentucky, Bartstown Bourbon Company, Wilderness Trail, or Green River. You know who doesn't know but would act like they know? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> You're a real piece of work, you know that? <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. That's peppery. It's different. That is straight up a pepper shaker. Like, just normal table... Black pepper. Black pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Not mad at it. It kind of caught me off guard, though. Yeah, it it looks pretty light too for how old it is, and for the fact that it's one hundred and two proof. Oh, is it? Yeah, I thought it was like nice. No, one hundred two. Hmm. Yep. Well, oh my God, I cannot get over that black pepper. That's cool. Maybe a little paprika. It's very yeah. It's spicy it's it's very cabinet nose. spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where things change, where it is still spicy, but it gets a little creamy. What are you thinking? It's Heaven Hill. It reminds me of Heaven Hill. You know, it's a good comparison. Well, yeah. We're just drinking all the things today. Mm. <coughs> what did you just... The Kentucky Tavern. Oh, boy. It genuinely almost made me gag. Boy, howdy, that's rough. Yeah, I didn't pour as much as you did. And I didn't even pour that much. 
keep up everybody entertained. I gotta run something out to Lucy real quick. Um. <laughs> ooh, I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I can't go crazy. Um. So this is your whiskey meeting podcast. Um. Lots of stuff going on with me. Might as well use this. Um. So I did switch shifts. So some of my stuff that I had on the board, my personal board, um, over on Whiskey Mutant was kind of pushed back. I got had to redo my schedule and things like that. So look for some more uh, Whiskey Mutant pairs, whatever you ask him to, coming up. Uh, I've got one about ready to go. It may be already posted by now. Um, I have a new little solo project that I'm working on that, once again, got pushed back because of my schedule, but I think it's going to be really fun. A little short podcasty type thing um, that I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, look for it in the next month, at least one episode. I'll try to do one or two episodes a month. I just, right now, I just can't dedicate too much time to it. Um, I'm going to be going to Disney soon. Um, look for some pour overs from there. Um, my nine year old wants to do a podcast with me. Um, yeah, Dash wants to do a podcast. What? Uh, just about his day. So Interesting. we're going to try to do a Dash and Dad podcast. I where love that idea. Before he goes to the bed, I'm just going to get like handheld mics. We're going to sit on his bed, and he's just going to tell me about something crazy that he learned or a question that he has. So basically, you know. This is how something for family, something for a kid. You're getting your kid ready for school. You know, you get up. Hey, there's a Dash and Dad podcast. Um, and if I can figure out how to make time for it and edit it and all that stuff, or maybe I'll just record it and just put it out there. You know what's going to happen is this is going to be how you give your kid the talk. Yeah, too. it's going to be on that. And it's going to be recorded yeah. for everybody. So stay tuned for that, um, which reminds me I need to get my handheld mic and take it home. But are we doing Comic Con? Did we get passes? Oh. I'm going to play. Is that when you play? Yeah. I mean, we could do like Thursday and Sunday. I haven't. When are you I leaving? I'm going to be gone Friday and Friday Sunday. night? Yeah. Oh, I guess we could do that Friday day. We could go Friday afternoon like we did last time. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. I haven't I asked just, for passes yet. I just thought about it. Yet. I, I doubt that they're going to be like, nope, they're already gone. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, so that's some stuff I got going on. I just had to push everything back because of my schedule change. So look for that stuff. Harry's back. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Sorry, uh, we got bad weather out there right now. And Lucy's... Is it bad out there? No. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What the crap? No, but we've got a tornado watch in place. I mean, I we, we, we do, are about to get at least school. some... Like severe thunderstorms and rain, and um, yeah, we'll be all right. some like bad winds. But right. I, <laughs> we're gonna be fine. Uh, but out of out of an abundance of caution, Lucy took Eden and her the dogs to her Iron Man armor. Yep, yeah. um, Lucy took Eden and the dogs uh, to her mom's to the dog park outside. So. <laughs> Yeah, she's just like we're going in the middle of an open field. <laughs> we're going to the dog park, and and she's given every one of them uh, a metal rod to hold. 
Mother of the year, everybody. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> oh. No, she's going. She went to her mom's. Uh, but we're staying here because we're dedicated to that sweet, sweet content. And if this is the last time you see us, we love you. <laughs> Does this episode make it to air? We'll see. Who's, to Who's to say? There's already been a tornado out there. So. <laughs> okay. It. They don't smell that different this is still peppery as hell um but there is a a muted pepper note on the uh heaven hill yeah all right i'm going in for a taste It ain't that different. Okay. <laughs> That's Heaven Hill, dude. <laughs> it has to be. That's six-year-old Heaven Hill I'm juice. I'm sure somebody's going to actually. But, like, if you And I bet you their side, name starts with C and ends with had my daily bourbon. My daily bourbon. <laughs> um, <laughs> he pulls little samples out of his beard. He's like, actually, I got a sample of the original batch right here that they compared it to with the original batch of the other one. Um, you can say whatever you want, but I know real for real what happens. What? I love you, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, um, do we need to dedicate a little bit of time so that you can uh, drop an f bomb or something? Because you haven't fuck. said one yet. There we go. Eric's f bomb of the week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with that edit, but it's going to be in bad taste. <laughs> I hope so. That could be a whole, like, like a little real Eric's F-bomb of the week. Um, no, yeah. I, try, I try to control it these days. I got a little wild there for a while. Yeah. Um, these, ha- I mean. Here's the thing. Here's serious, the thing. All serious, like. Yeah. Whether it is from Heaven Hill or not, like, these are very similar in taste. Yes. So let's talk about what this is logistically. If this is a six-year-old 102 proof Heaven Hill bourbon that was sourced. Right. What we compared it to, we used to be able to buy for $12 a bottle. Right. The MSRP on this is $84.99. Okay. What's the MSRP on the new seven-year Heaven Hill bottle? $40. Okay. So now, and it, you see where I'm getting. Yeah. What I'm, you know what I mean? Yes. But the thing is, it does say aged a minimum of six years. So there is the chance that there's, there's older, older product in it. There, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I know. This is too light to have anything older than six or seven years in it. I mean, if it was, it would be like 5% or something like a very, probably, like a, yeah, a drop. Just something for like to round out the yeah. the flavor profile. Um, I'm I'm just gonna say it. Ninety dollars is way too much for this bottle. Yeah. It's way too much for this yeah. bottle. It's, it's it is good it's bourbon. Good. It is super solid bourbon that I have no problem with drinking. I have no problem with sharing it with people. I will not buy another bottle of this. Not for that price. This, this is not a bottle that I feel so committed to that I need to have it on my bar, in my cabinet, 
on the podcast, something I talk about yeah. in what we've been drinking recently. So what all would, the what would time. your price suggestion be if you're like, I'm going to buy another bottle? This should this. be a, this should be like forty dollars. I was going to say forty. To <laughs> it's got to be like like forty or fifty dollars, yeah. man. I, I agree. It, it's which puts this at like over double the price of yeah. what I would reasonably pay for this. That being said, all that being said, this was on sale for sixty five dollars. Getting closer. So I didn't, I, and and clearly, I mean, I didn't have a price with. I didn't even sit there and look at it on the shelf and go, you know, maybe I could just do that. like I, I don't know. I grabbed it. Yeah, I grabbed it, and I said, "This is coming home with me." We're reviewing this on the podcast, um, and I mean, I'm going to drink and enjoy it, but at ninety dollars, that is a pass all day and twice on Sundays. For yeah, me. unfortunately, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it's still good bourbon. It's so good. It is good. <laughs> that's the paradox but it's that good. we've set ourselves it's up for. It's good in the sense of like the $30 to $50 range that we like. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, you put this beside Rare Breed. I mean, Rare Breed's going to destroy it. Yeah. And the prices, I know the prices of Russell's and yeah. Wild Turkey's going up. You put this beside um, Wilderness Trail, eight year bottled and bond. Oh my God. Absolutely kills Trail. this. Yeah. And you're getting two more years of age uh-huh. on the Wilderness Trail. Yeah. About actually, that's actually probably a really good comparison. Yeah. Because that's essentially the same price. Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. ECBP all day. Twelve years, and it's the same price, eighty-five dollars right now. I that I mean that's typically what you're kind of finding it for. They still say that MSRP is sixty-five. True, but like in the real world, you could potentially see this sitting there at retail, yeah. and an ECBP at retail, and you're getting double the age, double the pr- uh, not double the proof, but like you know, yeah, barrel proof and all that. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why the why the price is that high. Um, I'm definitely already thinking of my review, and it's going to it, the price is going to hurt this the most. Well, let's. I I this actually is a vehicle as well for us talking about something that we have talked about privately recently. But I think that you know, yes, I am slipping in a, a larger conversation into the review. That's just kind of how it goes. Welcome to This Is My Bourbon Podcast. (laughs) We are out of nowhere. And I mean, I'm sure that, like, yeah, there probably is some precedent for it because we know how the market works and answer, answer, answer. Hello, you are on This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Um, We're legitimately recording right now. (laughs) What are you doing? What's up, Grease? Man, I'm just trying to find some rock and roll music that I even care about, and I'm listening to serious radio and didn't know if you knew a channel that I needed to go to, Eric. <laughs> Bro, serious radio? Like, yeah, dude. I listen to Spotify. I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. You download Spotify and then you just type in the genre that you want, and there's 50 million playlists of stuff. Yeah. It's the be- no, like all seriousness. Like 
I, I stopped paying for like satellite radio and I just go to Spotify and look up the, I can look up the band. If you look, type in your favorite band on there, it'll say like, um, taking back Sunday playlist and it will put everybody that sounds and are similar to them in a playlist along with them. That sounds like too much work. Yeah, I don't I don't know any. Wait, Grease, have you just gotten Sirius XM? Yeah. Okay. What well, okay, so like what kind of rock music are you in the mood for? Uh like some early two thousands like indie rock. Um Channel sixty nine four twenty. No. Um thirty eight, I think is Alt Nation. They play Ooh. some like early two thousands stuff, but they also play some newer alternative music as well. They gonna play Juliana Theory and stuff like that? Uh now we're talking. It's probably not that deep. We're at the top of the world. <laughs> you and I we got a little time and it sure feels like you and pull out a pass that says you can take me anywhere. We're gonna get a copyright strike. Oh, I don't know the rules of this stuff. I just <laughs> uh, thirty-five is. I need, I need Thursday to randomly come on the radio is what I'm looking for. Thursday. You're probably better off with um XMU then, which is channel thirty-five. Heck yes, Perry. <laughs> Eric, I'm never calling you again. Why? <laughs> you literally got the answer you wanted to by calling me. Yeah, but I was here. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he could call you at a different time and he ask a question about something else, and then I'm not there, and he doesn't get the the answer. I'm always going to answer when the grease calls. I am too, but I'm just saying the fact that I was here at this time and he called me means he got the answer. If he calls you at a certain time and he's asking about a tattoo or something, he's you're not going to have the answer for him. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I can't argue with that. See? So how is that tattoo going? How's your back piece? How's your back piece going? I know you've been I know you haven't told anybody about it. Um I'm just asking. My back piece? Piece. Your tattoo, your whole back piece. Oh, yeah, I got Bill Cosby's face on my back. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, Andrew Tate right underneath such, it, too? Or Such a good figure in life. I just I had to submit it. You know what I mean? But you started that before everything came out about Cosby, and so you just had to finish it, right? Or did you get it after? So That's after, the... No, I got... I got it before, but after all that went down, I got them to put a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> oh, no. He just he just looked like he needed a cigarette. It's got it's got some like uh, chocolate pudding dripping down into your crack. <laughs> Good little you the pudding down in there. <laughs> Rudy <laughs> Lick up the pudding. Remember when he had that kid show and he used to draw a bunch? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically an image of him drawing a bunch of crap at the top of my crack. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, um. it's called it's called Cosby Blowout. <laughs> that's, that's the next. That's the next. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're a part of Oak and Thieves, that's the next barrel pick. Cosby Blowout. <laughs> 
We got James working on a sticker as we speak. Chocolate right now. stout finished MGP. <laughs> Put you to sleep real fast. <laughs> Has, hazmat. <laughs> Nats of family. Right, so, so while I while I got you on here, tell me about y'all's event coming up. Oh, the oh. live the live show. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, we have uh, we have uh, Peggy No Stevens join us for. He's uh, advertising for us. Yeah, um, for Saturday, where we are going to do a pair off. We're going to talk about pairing, and then we're going to pair stuff. Um, You're missing the opportunity to call that pairing. Well, it's pairing oh, with Peggy. He's, he's right, and he's like, but yeah, oh. it's parrying with Peggy. Yeah, and I mean, but the thing is, too, Eric is doing most of the pairing with Peggy. Perry's just trying to keep everything going before, like, out of chaos. Like, he's just trying to, like, he's going to have to be the moderator. Do you, do, Grease, do you remember that time when you and Will just constantly kept telling me to stay in my lane? I'm staying in my lane <laughs> by moderating. <laughs> Okay. There you go. Tim Bev exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask he's number one, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, we're not. We're, Lauren, don't listen. <laughs> don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Peggy, Peggy's just so sweet, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one of the themes of the pairing. Sweet, sweet and hot. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. There, uh, it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. The weekend before that, live show all day Saturday. Stuff going on. VIP tickets. People come in on Friday and have some pours and tastings and pairings and dinner with us. And uh, here's the thing, too, Grease. There's always room for for more people, yeah, bro, to be there. I know for a fact, April would say, "Let Grease stay at our house." Like she would just welcome that. You know, she just. <laughs> Yeah, y'all. I mean, guys, it's completely on the table. So good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. I'll let y'all. I'll let y'all know for sure. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Uh, another uh, scandal up in New York with these uh, allocations. Dude. Okay. So I didn't know anything about this until uh, somebody sent me an article. But like, is is this the divisional shift that you were talking about? Dude, it's, it, it was a wing of it for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, like, so the, the retail side of things where, like, the secondary market all of a sudden became, like, a genuine business, like, was yes. that, that something that you kind of first saw falling apart? That was, yeah, that was, the main, that was the main premise of the divisional shift. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so it was just a hey, Justin's is going to be the catalyst for things falling apart for everybody. I didn't know that that specific place would be a part of that, but yeah, I mean, Justin's House of Bourbon happened in the case out in Oregon with the uh, government officials, and now this New York case coming right. up. Like it's just hitting the fan. Uh, a lot of people. You know, a lot of people embraced the secondary market and it caused some problems and it made some some people do some sketchy stuff uh, on the retail side. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's 
definitely a part of what I was talking about. You know, what, what's what's crazy about it, though, is, like, I mean, yeah, what, what I, I think it's proven now, and, you know, I can kind of backtrack some of my comments at the very least that I made a few weeks ago, but, like, you're you're right, there was some shady stuff going on. But at the same time, Justin's Dude, I has know retailer. I know retailers that were taking their allocations and putting them up on secondary to sell. Jeez. Yeah. That's where that's where it all started. The divisional fifth shift theory started with me. I was like, this is going in a direction that is very troubling, and that's that a lot of people are gonna, um, you know. Yeah. the consequences of and it's just and it's just hurting the whiskey industry as a whole i mean no no wonder why we're not seeing our favorite stores get those allocations and um you know and, and conducting them properly because a lot of them are seeing the writing on the wall and they're sitting there like man we could either make a hundred thousand on these bottles or hook up our normal customers which may or may not you know, be store bunnies, essential whiskey bunnies or whatever they're calling them when they just pop in, yeah. you know, make their faces known. They're not really spending a ton of money in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's they're true. Just making, they're just, they're just, they're just making an impact with the owner and the retailers. They're like, you know, if they see somebody in there, that's a long time and there's good conversation, you know, you don't necessarily have to buy anything. So I, I think these retailers are, and I know for a fact, and I'll, mention them firsthand because i had a meeting with the store owner as soon as he canceled uh we had a bur- we had a bourbon club with that retailer here in franklin tennessee and it was one of my favorite bourbon clubs like we got access to all the allocations throughout the year and then we had a big drawing at the end of the year and it cost us about 250 bucks to do it right which is which is you know the amount of allocations you're getting i mean if you get one good one you know you're possibly saving money on secondary market. So yeah. it was a really great, it was a really great program. Well, I'm sitting <laughs> down with him and he cancels uh, the bourbon club. And so I kind of just had it, got a meeting with him because uh, we were going to work with him during whiskey weekend. We still are, but that's exactly what he said. He said, why, why am I doing this when all of these people are just showing up for allocations? Yeah. Oh, that's a good um, point. Yeah. And not and not spending in your store. Why would I not put those out on the shelf? You know. And he was like, I could put Pappy Twenty Three out on the shelf right now and sell it for four thousand dollars. And I was like, Yes, you could. Like, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and However, I mean that. That's I. I think that we have kind of set ourselves up for failure in some ways too, because we anticipate that other people people are going to have like the same moral standings that we do. Where it's like, oh, store owners are just going to treat their their uh, frequent customers the right way, yeah. and you know they're the going to charge the them fairly. Is, the bummer is, is at the heart of that, it's actually not a moral decision. It's like morally, ethically, and legally, they they can do that. Yeah, um, we just we just haven't seen the scope of it in whiskey, um, you know, until it started to boom during the pandemic and all of that stuff. So. Yeah. All right, one question before we let you go. Yeah, dude. On the flip side of things, um, and we're in the middle of reviewing uh, Fortuna bourbon from Rare Character 2, 
which is, you know, yeah. a revival brand, but it's six years old and like 90 bucks a bottle. I mean, is that also a sign of the end times? It's it's not not the sign of end times. <laughs> That's, there we go. <laughs> and there's your answer. So <laughs> is that a greasy is that a greasy enough answer? Yeah, it is absolutely. Gre- Grease, love you, buddy. It was good talking to you for a little love bit. Love you too, guys. Love Later. you, brother. Later, man. Uh, see you. Hello, everybody. Uh, we're still here. But, we are still here. But uh, Eric and I are now finishing this episode remotely. <laughs> it's just this whole thing. Like, it's... There's apparently a bad storm going on, and me and Perry do not give a crap about it. But also, like, I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> no, it's just a possibility. So Does it's that, like... like I mean, I, I get it. I want everybody to be safe. I don't want anything to happen to my wife and my child. No, I don't either. But it's like... I'm okay with dying with Perry, though. <laughs> yeah, we could have died together, man. We if I been... died with Perry, I would, I would die happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family, but, you know, if, you know, if, there's if I had to choose... Gonna, <laughs> if there's somebody else I'm going to die with, it would have been Perry. So, But we're still here. What a way to go. He's, Who's to say, like you said earlier, who's to say if this episode even makes it out? We'll see. It's It's got to, or else we have nothing for next week. Um, yeah, and everybody that survived is going to be mad at us, even yeah. if we're dead. So, kind of pick it back up from where we were, I guess, before Grease called, which was like an hour ago for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. This day, man. Um, so, we're we're getting into the review for the fortuna yeah and to backtrack a little bit and and try to get us actually on track for the conversation eric and i have been observing this kind of from a distance for a little while but we are very aware of it and i think others might be too that rare character is quickly becoming the like new MGP bottle brand, whatever that yeah. people are losing their minds over. Um, and like, and, and the, the thing that kind of really like tipped the scales for me or tipped me in the direction of thinking like, Oh, this is actually happening was I got invited to be, in a, in a Facebook group that was just dedicated to rare character, not necessarily buying or selling, but just like celebrating it. <laughs> well, it almost, it when you sent me that and you kind of showed me some stuff that was going on, it almost felt like when all the new riff picks and mm. everything started mm-hmm. like blowing up and everybody was doing new riff picks and stuff like that there was a whole there's a whole facebook group based on just yeah. new riff picks not necessarily new riff as like a f- fan of the brand but like new riff picks and i think that's the same thing buying I think it's selling good. trading trying to, right yeah. yeah yeah and i think that rare character is kind of getting that cult following to where oh it definitely you, is you're getting that MGP that high proof MGP 
there's waxing. There's different color waxes going on. You can kind of put your own um, picture and stuff on there if you do a, a pick or whatever. And I don't know. Is it is it is it all necessarily good, or is it just one of those things where you just trust the people that picked it because you know they're going to pick something good, but then there could be just some random, you know, kind of good or lackluster rare characters now. See, right? that's that's my main problem is that it it seems like and and I mean the the other half of that too is that you know, like what you like. I truly do not give a crap. Like no, no. It, it's it's of no consequence to me if people want to dedicate their you know, their pursuit of bourbon their bourbon pursuit. their bourbon pursuit oh towards one particular brand yeah we we let that we 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 allow that to happen and don't say anything about it so often no. i've you thought know? about it before i've thought about doing well that. sure like yeah I, I mean like yeah. it 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 would take very little for me to drop every other brand and just go to wild turkey or jim beam like yeah. <laughs> Or Heaven Hill, like yeah. th- those three brands, I I love dearly, and I don't think that anybody like. I mean, sure, you know, you have flavor profiles that you like, or you have you know particular bottles that you like more than others. But I don't think that it's such a big deal that people are going to go, ah, you can't do that, or you can't You're feel right, that, right, think right, that. Right, you right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So. To to me, it's less of like condemning people for it, and more of like, is this the direction that we're actually moving in? Like, are right. we really seeing a not a divisional shift? But that's the only thing I can think of now because Grease, because <laughs> <laughs> we talked show, about it with Grease. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but just a a shift of focus away from, you know, the the MGP of it all. The what does Buffalo Trace have today of it all? You know, like yeah, is is it like that? The whole thing where it's like, oh, if my band gets popular, then it's not going to be cool because I feel like Rare Character was kind of like kind of came out of nowhere it's like this thing that only a few of us were talking about and then all of a sudden it just blew up well you know what what's funny about that is i you know like i saw you know i dave jennings and his picks mm-hmm. and God, actually maybe that was just it maybe that's the only thing that i had seen and then all of a sudden, there's a Facebook group with hundreds of people right. who are in support of this brand when I've never seen a bottle of Rare Character on a shelf in any store. You know? Like, it, yeah. it's... I guess my my question behind that point is, like, where is the hype coming from? You know what I mean? Like, who True. who is the catalyst think, for it? Who is actually like providing I, these really good I picks? I think it is another uh, blue run style thing. I think it's a very social media 
Instagram bottle where they do a good job at providing bottles to influencers and the bottles look good. So they look good in pictures and stuff like that. I think it's a very good model for the influencer slash social media culture. And I think that's where most of it comes from. Like I don't see, I don't hear as much from it outside of that. I feel like it's all like social media driven, just like blue run was like, yeah. like they interact they do whatever they can to interact on social media. They're sending handwritten letters. They're replying to things on um, posts. They're doing all that. And I see Rare Character doing the same thing. I think it's I think it's a very social media influencer brand, uh, driven brand. Well, right I, I, I understand it from that particular perspective but i also like the other the other part of it too is that you know there there's got to be some push behind like the quality of the product right and so i mean yeah. if it if it were bad whiskey people wouldn't be saying anything about it in right. the positive think, light that they are yeah I think so, they've got great barrels and they've done great things and they feel confident enough to push it to the masses. Like right. That. But I, I I think it still bears the question or begs the question, excuse me. Where who are these picks going to? Like where where did this start? What was the beginning of rare character even being like a brand that you should pay attention to? You know what I mean? Like it's it's less know, of like I know the first I know the first the first one I saw, which was Hotel Covington. <laughs> that's remember weird. when? Yeah, well that's that's when it was. It was uh, I'd actually stayed there, and then by following, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'd stayed there for a weekend. Me and April went to uh, we met up with Ian and uh, his wife and. But we were staying at Hotel Covington, which is a very bourbon, whiskey-themed place. And they were releasing or talking about, or I'd seen it posted, a rare character. And I was like, what is rare character? Like, it says rare character, and it's Hotel Covington. And I'm like, what in the world? And then I started noticing bars and places similar to that were getting picks. And it kind of got me like thinking like, oh, okay, well, we'll see what this is about. And then all of a sudden I see Liquor Barn gets one. I see Dave Jennings gets one. And then all the, and then we've got Chad, my daily bourbon talking about it 24 <laughs> Um But he starts posting all these stuff. And the, before I know it, I'm influenced enough to where I have a friend in California who is like, hey, what do you know about this? I'm like, oh my gosh, like grab me one of them. And this is this is a Helix liquor from California that I've got. I've not even opened yet because I have other stuff. And it's a six year rare character single barrel release. Is it like, Kentucky? Uh it just says straight bourbon whiskey. This is an MGP. It says distilled in okay. Kentucky. I mean still in Indiana, aged in Kentucky. Gotcha. So I don't know the exact details on it, but it like spiraled from that. I heard about it because I was staying at this place, and then all of a sudden I see 
bars and hotels are doing picks. I'm like, oh, this is something that I see uh, somebody on Instagram, like Dave Jennings or something do it. And then all of a sudden, you know, like my daily bourbon's posting about it. And then, and then I just see like rare character everywhere all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, and then I see Pablo, the guy who does the stuff, like he's like posting and commenting and stuff like that. And I feel like it was all due to social media. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So that's just my personal experience with it. And I yeah. think, you know, I would share, you know, I got the rare bird uh, pick and me and you had it together and stuff like that. So, but then, you know, like, like the one we're reviewing, the Fortuna, like then I see people that I'll, maybe I only hear them talk about stuff in person. Like I don't really see them on social media talking about this bottle. Right. Like, so did that like cause like like kind of a snowball effect to where it led to them being able to do a product that's more widely known? I don't know. I just think I think it's a brand that benefited off social media. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I and and I think that if if you look at it from a logistic point of view as well, if you are launching a new brand in this era of things mm-hmm. you do have to have a very strong social yeah. media presence yeah. i mean it it, it, you... it like it, it's almost demanded that you do right. or else nobody's gonna nobody's gonna know about it nobody's gonna see oh. it nobody's gonna have any kind of like reaction to it and i mean like you know you you I'd <laughs> going back to the the pregame chats. You think about something like Hidden Barn, yeah. Like that's a new, yeah, that's a new brand. That was something that just kept building hype and and getting momentum because of the social media push mm-hmm. of it all. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, I I I totally get that. I don't have, um, I mean, as far as like that perspective i don't have like any notes or anything you know i totally agree with you it's It's, just it's yeah it's a like i mean if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out how to do your brand like i'm not going to say that we have the best advice but i will say if you if somebody posts the bottle that you have if you like and you comment on that bot on their post or you send them a message and you give them things to post about, whether it's the best whiskey ever or just kind of average, like people are going to post about it. Yeah. You've just got free advertisement. Yeah. Um, you're showing that you're a brand that reaches out to the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could build a, you could start, like, I mean, I think that, I don't know the numbers and the logistics of everything, but I think you could build your brand off of social media and then make it into something bigger just by people sharing the stories. They'll, they'll screenshot you talking to them. They'll, they'll repost everything you do, anything you send them or say to them, they're going to repost and they're going to build you up as a brand, whether you're, just another source product or something that's above average or not. Like, that's just how it is right now. Like, that's the 100% honest truth. Commenting on somebody's post and retweeting them, replying to them, sharing their story is probably the easier than 
paying for a commercial that may play yeah. on somebody's you know TV or something. That's just how it is. I mean, that's just that's the that's the that's the time we're in right now. Yeah. Um. So, and I think this is a brand that's done a good job of that. Yeah. So. Well, with that in mind, <laughs> we can finally get to actually reviewing. Oh my, I feel the like Fortuna. I've been waiting to review this for hours now. <laughs> I mean, almost. It's been it really has literally really almost has. two hours since we started drinking this. Um. But so just to kind of in, in case, you know, I got lost or people kind of forgot, uh, Fortuna is a six-year-old, 102-proof bourbon, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Uh, it's sourced, of course. Our inclination is that it's probably Heaven Hill product. It tastes like it. It I definitely does. I just had does. the seven-year, and it still tastes the same profile. Well, so. there you go. Yeah. Um, and the MSRP is like $85. I keep saying 90 because that's what I've seen it for the most around here. That doesn't mean that it actually is 90. I think you know, that's what kept us from it, having it. Yeah. Till now. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, I got it on sale for 85. So, or excuse me, 65. Yeah. So, <laughs> so those are kind of the, it's the, the, the down and dirty, the nitty gritty of it all. But uh, we're going to put it through its paces the way that we normally do on the podcast. Nose, palette, finish, and price. Each category is out of five. Final score out of 20. Eric, what are you thinking about this guy here on the nose? The nose, to me, is the most unique, like, up-in-your-face part of this pour. Uh, I give it a four because yeah, there's this pepper black pepper note that like it's not like to me it's not like just a hint of pepper oh that kind of smells like pepper like it's like you took the the pepper shaker from your grandma's kitchen and you just start smelling it like it's up in your face and it's giving you some pepper and like it's here like it's it's a great nose like I, yeah it, i love it yeah i totally agree i think it's a very inviting very different nose um while it may taste like heaven hill i don't really think that it necessarily smells too much like it uh, no. i if it is heaven hill for the large part rare character has done a very good job of crafting this into uh, a flavor profile or like yeah. it, its own kind of yeah. identity uh, that may not be exactly what you would get if you picked up, you know, the seven-year bottle and bond from Heaven Hill right. or Elijah right. Craig small batch or whatever. You know, yeah. I, I I do think that it's it's its own thing uh, in in more ways than one. Um, I didn't quite like the nose as much as you did. Still very inviting. Very enjoyable. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. I'll take that. On the nose. Yeah. Uh, palette is where it kind of dips a little bit for me. I gave it a 3. I gave it a 3. I'm going to yeah. just... I'll go ahead and agree with you there. I did the same. I gave it a 3. It's it's that. just... I want, I want more from it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a little exactly. bit thin. I think the spice is definitely there. But there, I don't know, man. Like it, it's missing a backbone 
that a product of this age and price should have. Yeah. Like no, it's just it, it just feels like it the the puzzle was incomplete. Well, I feel <laughs> when they like, put it when well, they tried to put it all yeah. together. Well, that's what I said when we tasted it earlier. I was like, I think this is Heaven Hill. And yeah. I wasn't like thinking like this is like uh, Elijah Craig 18 or uh, Parker's Heritage. I thought this tasted like a good bottled and bond style type of whiskey that we can get for much cheaper. Like it yeah. goes along with that. Like it's good. But when you take those factors into price and like, you know, this is, uh, you know, a more supposed to be a more crafted thing, a little harder to get, maybe a little bit more pricey. Like it didn't give me that extra note that I yeah. was like, oh, this is a four or a five, something like that. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I'm the same. I'm a three on the on the palette. And I, I think even the finish kind of <laughs> goes a little bit further than that, too, in terms of like thinness. Yeah, it, it's it it just evaporates very quickly. Um, I I the thing that I am noticing on the finish that I wasn't really getting anywhere else though is a nuttiness. Yeah. That and it's it's not a it's not a Jim Beam nuttiness. It's that heaven like Heaven Hill has almost like a hazelnut quality. To yeah, they it don't have the peanut times. type stuff, but they yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah, hazelnut, macadamia, something kind of in that, yeah, that realm, that family, um, which I like. I, I quite like. I think that it's uh, it, it it introduces something that definitely, in in no uncertain terms, makes me want to go back for another drink. But right. at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> I want something with a little bit more substance. Yeah, and so. Uh, Straight down the middle, two point five for me on the finish. Uh, I'm close. I kept it out of three again. I think yeah. it's good, but there wasn't. It was good. It wasn't bad. There wasn't enough to make me give it more points than the palate. Um. So yeah, right down the middle. I think. Um. It's not bad. It's not better than the palate, but definitely not better than those. So a three. Yeah. And the price. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's the... Dude. It's, this is definitely it, the worst part of the whole thing. It's so dumb that this is a $90 bottle of bourbon for being the first introduction for Rare Character into this market as yeah, the, a batched product. And I yeah, know... Yeah. I, I know that... There are smaller companies that there are smaller distilleries who are putting out two, three, four-year-old product at or around this price. I get that. But this is so evident of the acknowledgement of hype that distilleries and NDPs have right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's... It's a it's a cash grab. Like I'm not even gonna like. <laughs> I'm not trying to tiptoe around it. I think that the price on this is obscene. I think it's yeah. insane. There there is 
And it's not that it's bad bourbon. It's it's good bourbon. Like I said yeah, earlier, it is good. I yeah. want to keep drinking this. This is something that I'm going to share with other people because it is different. It's its own unique thing. But God forbid that we have reasonably priced bourbon anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford to keep uh, no, drinking this and sharing. No, it. Like, absolutely that's the thing. not. Yeah, I have to be stingy with this price. Although I want to share it and I feel like it tastes like something that I should be able to share and kill and go back to the store and get another one. The price just doesn't let me do that. No. It doesn't. That's just how it is. Like, and you, like know, you said, it's good, but it's not. it can't be shareable because the price is just too much over my budget for shareable and, bourbon. And even if it were at like, you know, the, the sale price of $65, which is what I bought it for. Even if it were there, it still wouldn't be a five out of five for me. And that's just because I know no. what the, the, the bourbon inside is. I, I, think, <laughs> I think the part of me that like, I'm like, um, what am I trying to say? So I've got several of the single barrel picks um, and they're usually around the same price, maybe a little more, but I expect to pay that for those because it's a selected product. It's a single barrel and all that. This is like, this is the thing I expect to be able to go and be like, I'm going to get the batch because I like their profiles. I like what they do. So I'm going to be able to kind of use it for cocktails, well, use, use it to do this and that. And like it, it costs just as much as like the single barrel pitch. But but I I get that, but shouldn't a batched product that is made up of all of these great single barrels from a distillery or from an NDP shouldn't shouldn't that batch not be an indicator of how great the ingredients are that go into it? Yeah. You know, I mean, like I, I, I yeah. feel like that's that is that is where, especially with a company like this that is sourcing their bourbon. And and I think this even goes to um like EJ Curley as yeah. well, you know. As much as we love their single barrels, their batched product is supposed to be what brings them in, brings customers in, excuse me, to want to return to that company. Yeah. Because it shows their craft, it shows the fact that they have the the know-how, the the wherewithal to take what is in front of them and essentially make something better than their individual parts. Yeah. So to me, it lessens the value of this if you do have all of these really, really good single barrels. But when you put them together, it feels like it's just kind of there. Like yeah. it was just a, a, a product to have on the market. Yeah, I think, so that, I think that's I, that's my thought process behind it. I know that's probably not the way that most people think about it, or or well, I know it's. I, I mean, you know. for me, it's like the batch product makes more product that you can spread out. So, to me, yeah. as money, I feel like that batch product is going to be a little cheaper because there's more of it. It's more accessible as opposed to a single barrel portion is limited to like 150 bottles. Yeah. That's the only thing that's that when I get single barrels versus batch products in my mind, I'm thinking the single barrel is more limited 
I expect to pay more for it. The batch product is more, there's more of it. So I feel like it should be a little easier to get. That's the only thing. Yeah, no, I totally I think agree. Of price. Totally agree. Um, but I don't, I, I feel like this is a little bit farther away from like a single barrel of something that I've had that's really good compared to their batch. Like, yeah. The, yeah, it's just when you, when the batch when the batch is almost the same price as a single barrel, it kind of gets me a little bit. The, this also introduces a conversation that I I would like for us to have in the near future on are single barrels as important or as good as they used to be? Yeah, right. Because. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into it because I. I think no, that's. A, I think that's, that's a good a, teaser. Yeah, I think that's, that's going to be good, a, a fun conversation. But put that one on the calendar. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah, I'll talk to. Oh, we forgot to switch the calendar over. Oh, it's March. It's already March. <laughs> we can say goodbye to I Parker was, and the stupid I little was, Shibu Inu was, that he's holding. I was bored of Parker anyway. He was not. He's not a good good firefighter model for me. He's he's got good traps though. Well, you know, you got to have the whole package <laughs> for me. Uh, all that price. <laughs> price. Uh, good whiskey, not worth the price of admission. No. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a two out of five for me. Yeah. I'm le- like I, I, and that's me being generous. There is a big part of me that wants to go one point five. Um, I did. Did you? I did. I did do one point okay. five. I'm a. It made me eleven point five out of 20 all because of the price i think this is this tastes like a 20 to 30 dollar bottled and bond screw top that i can easily get it's so similar to that yeah and we love those like that's me usually saying like hey this 15 dollar bottle should cost 30 dollars well this is the this is the, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> the opposite. This is the eighty to ninety dollar bottle that I think should cost thirty to forty dollars. Yeah. And if it did, I'd I'd keep a bottle on on hand. Like that's yeah. just how it is. It's just unfortunately, like I would rather if I'm going to spend eighty to a hundred dollars on a rare character product, I'm probably gonna search out a pick by someone I enjoy or a unique pick that's got some a little bit of hype around it or something, I'm going to save my money and get that single barrel as opposed to this batch product. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, well, my final score was a 12 out of 20. Yeah. So 11.5. <laughs> you know, like I feel better. I I feel more strongly in a positive sense about the four roses 80 proof that we reviewed last week than I do about this kind of premium product that's on the market. Again, like I, I, I I don't have a, a general problem with the quality of the bourbon that's in the bottle. I just, (laughs) I just want it to be more affordable. I, w- no. I I don't I don't want this market to become so oversaturated, and I, this is nothing new. This is something that people have been talking about for a long time, but I don't want this to be something that is indicative of the way that bourbon is trending right now. I don't want it to be 
the sign of the or what did I what did I say with Grease? I that it was a sign of the, the end, end times. Of times yeah. End of times. It's not, yeah. not the sign of the end times. Yeah, said. but it but it's it's not helping. No, <laughs> that I'm price like, is not helping it. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing wrong with products that are expensive and allocated and you taste them and you go, this is special. Yeah. I, I, I want to be, I, I understand why this is priced this way or hard to get. Then you turn around and then you drink something that's like, this is good and I want to keep drinking it. And this is great in a cocktail. This is great as neat. This is great over rocks. There's nothing wrong with that. It's when those products start leaning towards, you know, like, okay, you're a crafted product, but you need to understand that you're still not in that special category yet. As bad as that says, that, that sounds like, I don't know. I feel like stuff's getting priced to where you're not priced in the right category. Like you make me yeah. want to drink you more. You make me want to use you for cocktails mixed with stuff and neat or whatever, but I can't because I just can't afford, I would rather save my money and get something, something else or buy a couple of cheaper products with my, my budget. Yeah. I'm on, know. I'm, I'm in the same boat. For I don't sure. Know. I feel like, I feel like a lot of products pricing and stuff are blending together now to where we're, you know, stuff is being priced too much and, or too little. And I don't yeah. know, it's just a big blob of, stuff going on right now i feel like that's a like we kind of eased our way into high proof hot takes yeah. <laughs> by talking about that but <laughs> i mean do you do you have any high proof hot takes this week um i don't know i think you, I'm you just, seem to be in a good headspace so <laughs> i am i think it's just the whole like let's not i've I probably said this before let's not take our whiskey and bourbon so serious that it becomes a negative, like just have fun with it. Keep everything fun. I feel like some people are focusing so much on it right now that like they don't want to do anything else. Like I, I see, I see posts and I see like stories and stuff. And I'm like, do you guys have anything else other than whiskey? <laughs> to, like, talk? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm I, not being, yeah, I, no, I get it. I get it. I, and that's fine. If you if that's if you want to live your life twenty four seven whiskey, that's fine. But like, keep it fun and like pair it and share it and do things to where you're like, you know what? Maybe maybe I had a pour, but this movie or this show that I watched was probably better. I enjoyed it more than like the pour I had or something. Like, you don't have to like focus twenty four seven on whiskey. And I feel like sometimes. The people who do that cause it to be less fun. Yeah. And so that's my hot take. If you enjoy whiskey and you're a bourbon enthusiast, that's fine. But there are other things to talk about and to enjoy. So yeah. That's my hot take. I don't have any this week. <laughs> yeah. You're you're nice. You're a nice boy. I'm a nice boy. Yeah. <laughs> nice I'm the boy. resident nice boy of the podcast. You're the nice so. boy. Uh, tips and bits, though. Oh man, I've got, got some I've stuff got... to recommend this week. Okay, 
I probably need to hold off. Have you watched? You have you got a chance to watch Mando? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. I loved the yeah. first episode, dude. No, I did too. I just didn't know if you'd had a chance to watch it yet because yeah. I was like, I didn't know if I should talk about that or should I talk about the movies or I should talk about anything else. What do you mean the movies? Um, Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah, I haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet. I know. I I want everybody to watch Cocaine Bear. So quick cocaine bear. Um, It's a horror comedy. That's probably not for everybody, but without spoiling anything, it has the feel of Shaun of the Dead because there's a lot of character work and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden you'll see like a gruesome, like gory scene that you probably didn't expect from this movie. Um, it does that great. It's funny. Um, it's honestly based on a real story. A true story. Yeah. A true story. Yes. The bear didn't actually go on a rampage in the real story. Unfortunately, it died. And that bear is stuffed and here in Lexington, Kentucky. You can see it on screen right now. There's an image of, of Pablo Escobar. There he is. Um, but it was it was based around the whole bluegrass conspiracy thing yeah. because there was like this whole like crime syndicate slash drug lord thing going on between like Tennessee, Georgia, and Kentucky, and they did all this stuff. And this story is based on this whole thing of this plane full of cocaine that they were trying to smuggle across the Appalachian Mountains. And the guy doing it jumped out of his plane. He landed in in the driveway of someone in knoxville tennessee dead uh and then his cocaine got scattered everywhere and a bear ate a bunch of cocaine the bear unfortunately like i said died but this story shows what might have happened if the bear got coked up and just went on a rampage it's a it's kind of a what if (laughs) yeah it's a what (laughs) if real life and it 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 honestly like it spins it in a way like a tarantino style movie would where it shows the drug dealers doing stuff. It shows like some random people in the hiking that got involved in it. It shows like another family that got involved in it. And then at the end, that all their stories kind of combined. Oh, like Magnolia. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or there's uh, like th- or um, uh, Love Actually. <laughs> yeah. There's like three or four different stories going on. And then they all kind of interact together. Highly recommend Highly recommend Cocaine Bear. It's so funny. It's got gore. Um, it it's like three different stories in one. Um, and then uh, uh, Bad Batch is still good uh, if you like the animated stuff in Star Wars. And then we have the first episode of the new season of Mando. Oh, it's so which good! Made me realize how much I had missed the Mando. Mando. Oh, dude. yes. I, it's and, it's it's an adventure story. Like this first episode is just nothing but fun adventure, and I loved it. Now here here is my one complaint with it. I don't want to spoil any like story points or anything because I mean it's still pretty fresh. I uh, and I think you know I want to give people time to yeah, yeah yeah to watch it and everything. But um, I think this is a, a general kind of complaint with some of the Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau Star Wars stories that they can kind of feel a little 
fetch questy at times. Yeah. I'll like they're con- it's just constantly going like, "Oh, well you've reached this location, but you know, the mission doesn't stop here. You got to go to the next stop so that you yeah, can it's like find a video this." Game. I- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It 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 does feel kind of video gamey. And like you know, that that last scene, I'm I'm going to speak as generally as I can without spoiling anything. But that last scene, I was watching it and I could just imagine myself with, you know, dual dual controllers, dual sticks, like yep. looking around as Mando was walking down the hall and just kind of like viewing the surroundings. Like it just it yep. felt very it, it it did really feel very video gamey to me. Yeah, which no, I, I don't I don't I don't think is a necessarily a a fully bad thing, but within this context. Um, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me yeah. necessarily. Um, but when when you really do look at the seasons of The Mandalorian as a whole, uh, yeah, they are they are pretty fetch questy. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's not something that they are unfamiliar yeah. with. It's it's a it's a couple of side quest stories, and then you yeah. got have a main a main story. You like, got a you got a cameo at the end of the second game where uh-huh. the character that you know from the big world all of a sudden and like oh it's you mean you tell me it's all tied in with this and uh, holy crap it's gonna become like there's another comic book or what you know what I mean like there's yeah, just yeah, yeah yeah little parts of it that feel like they were scripted better for a video game or more yeah. for a video game. Uh-huh. I agree. Than, than anything, I agree. but uh, it's still it's a really fun. great first episode, fun. dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember that. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler because I think it was in the first trailer. Um, but the uh, the the race of characters that Babu Frick is. Oh my god! They show back up in this episode of The Mandalorian. I love. I, start, I pop so hard when I, when, I when Grogu. There's so a part hard, where Grogu man. thinks one's a little pet or a little toy, yeah. and he's just like he's just oh hugging on god. it, loving on it. And oh I was like, oh, god. that's what it's like having a toddler. It's like you can't just yeah. you know pick anything up that you think is cute or. Uh, and there's whatever. a big uh, if you've watched uh, Rebels. Oh man, there's a big tie into Rebels that's kind of. It's kind of you got to know uh, if you've seen it before, but it's it got me good. It got yeah. me good. It's exciting to say the yeah. least. Yeah, the things things are tying in like they're working everything from every episode yeah. and things into it. So uh, I got a couple things on top of that this week. Um, the first one, which I was not expecting to love as much as I did, uh, but absolutely, I recommend just. On the highest level, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, <laughs> the Nicolas oh. Cage movie that came out last oh, year. Oh, that's a great movie. It's so good. Pedro Pascal's in it. I'm on a big Pedro Pascal kick right now because of The Last of Us. Uh, and I guess The Mandalorian, too. So this is just a <laughs> Pedro Pascal centric Pedro tips Pascal and bits. podcast. Um, what, would we, what would that podcast be called? This Pedro, Pedro Podcast. Pod- this is my Pedro podcast. I think it. I think it. Uh, I think it'd have to be like Pedro Podcal. You remember? Remember when Lucy made a surprise uh, appearance in the podcast earlier? Oh yeah. Um, we've got another surprise. Um, oh, yes, here. 
You gotta give me a kiss. Okay. What'd you just get? I just she grabs grabs something there. See ya. She's not even talking to you. No. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> uh, unbearable weight of massive talents. Great. Love it. Uh, Such and a then good movie. I I am also I I finished the initial storyline and uh, it's kind of um, branching out uh, into the fallout from it. But Chip Zdarsky, who is one of my favorite comic book writers of all yeah. time, is currently in the middle. And I said this earlier in the episode of writing what I think is the best run on Batman since the Court of Owls, um, which was the rebooted story um, after the New 52 started. Uh, But the the story itself, the the initial like five or six issue run um, was called Failsafe. And the, the gist of it is that Batman created a sentient robot oh i've heard about this that could counter him that would activate if ever he went too far and broke his one rule which is murder like you know say what you will about the movie batman like they do kill and everything but comic book batman his thing is he does not kill that's the and and that has been explored and re-explored uh throughout his his history um but this yeah so this robot activates because some uh, there's a little twist like you okay okay okay. um but holy crap it's so good i i i was just riveted the entire time Um, when a batman comic is like Eh, it's eh. But when it's on, it's legitimately <laughs> some of the best comic books Top that you can ever comic read. Top-tier comic book yeah. storytelling, yeah. for sure. Um, so go go and read that as well. I've I've just been reading it on uh, Comixology, which nice. still is a hot, fiery <laughs> load of garbage <laughs> on an already on-fire dumpster. Like, yeah. it's... The, the format, the platform is absolutely atrocious um they need to they need to fix that <laughs> fix it. real bad please for the You've love complained of God. about it for years um it's it's so unfortunately bad um but anyway um that's that's just the preferred way of yeah. <laughs> reading yeah. for for me right now because i don't have the space or time to buy mm. a bunch of physical comic books do you know what my so, preferred way to listen to this podcast is? I bet you I know it, but I want you to tell me anyway. Patreon.com <laughs> slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a go. dollar a month. You can support the show, but at $5, you get all the stuff. You get the uncut episodes. You get pours from the floor. You get Sampley Irresistible. You you could listen to us train for Matt Madness that we had fun, but we it didn't win. It went so great. <laughs> No, but you can listen to us try. And then all the first updates and chances to get things and all that is on patreon.com. That's that's the place. That's the place. 
$5 a month gets you everything. So I'd jump on that. Um, and then if you want to send us a message, you can send a message to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We can do a review for you. We can read something. If you, if you, if you're like Dustin and you don't do anything social media wise, you can send an email to that. Um, or you can send a question that says, what's your address? I'm going to send a handwritten letter to read out. You could do it there. So do that. Um, you can uh, get some merch and apparel on this, is my bourbon shop. Uh, we, um, do we have anything new up there? Just the same old stuff right uh, now? Not, not at the moment, but we're going to have some new stuff coming real soon. We're going to have some new stuff. We're going to have probably uh, this is my bourbon weekend uh, 2023 stuff up there. So Can check confirm. in there. Um, Perry's getting his bandana ready right now. Um, How'd you know? I saw it. I saw <laughs> it there. Um, if you want to uh, leave a review or rate the show, um, whatever podcast app you use, uh, if you're on Apple, you can leave a review. We'll read it out, whether it's good or bad. We'll do it. Uh, if you want, if you're on Spotify, you can leave a rating, five star, one star, whatever. Just do it. It helps. Um, if you want to follow us on all social media, it's at pritter1792. If you want to follow Perry, you want to follow me. It's at Whiskey Mutant. If you want to follow the show as a whole, it's at My Bourbon Pod on all social media. You can go to Facebook. You can join the Facebook group. This is My Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. We post show updates. It's it's after Patreon. It's your second place to get any exclusives going on there. Um, yeah, so join uh, the Facebook group. Uh, what else am I missing? Um, barrel you rings? can tell. Yeah, barrel rings. That's where you can be on the podcast, not live, but you leave a voicemail. We'll play your voicemail on air, and then we'll reply to you. And you're on the podcast. You're like the temporary third coast for that little section. Eight five nine four two eight eight two five three. Call that number. You've already saw it like a hundred times earlier in the beginning of the episode. Which Perry has to edit and put it on there a bunch of times. So you got to make it work that. Um, but yeah, call that number 859 428 8253. We'll play your message. We'll reply to you. You're on the podcast. That's it. Um, do we have anything? Oh, do we something with Patreon? Do we have something with Patreon? Now, look, I understand you can't sustain it forever. <sighs> we did have a couple of patrons that left this week. Mm. Which I'm not shaming you. I understand. But don't leave it's the Patreon. Fault. It's my fault. It's your fault. What'd you do? They're from Cincinnati, I think. <laughs> Great. Um, Great. Yeah. Um, I know I know all all the stuff I was saying about the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals was yeah, it was for fun, part serious. But I think a lot of the Patreon members were probably Bengals fans, and they they read what I wrote on Facebook, and they got mad. And then they also got mad because they like Taco Bell. I'm sorry I don't like Taco Bell. It, it ruined my family's dinner one night, and you know what? I fucking hold a grudge against them for it. And they've not made it up to me since then. So I will continue to hate them. And I'm pretty sure a couple of people that left were were on the Chalupa Facebook group. 
um, that I was mm-hmm. once part of and then left. I recognize some names. Um, I'm sorry that I don't uh, I don't promote buying chalupas on the secondary market. I will call you out on it. I will blast you on the internet if you overpay for chalupas. That's just how it is. This day and age, we should band together as a family and take down anybody. (laughs) We should take down anybody (laughs) who sells overpriced chalupas. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. That's just my thoughts right now. So I don't think, I think some of those people were part of the Chalupa groups um, and they didn't like what I was saying and promoting. Um, But I do love to share my whiskey with my friends. Um, I don't know if I like Taco Bell with friends um, because I don't like Taco Bell right now. What's it going to take for you to ever come back around to Taco Bell? Starvation. All right. Well, yeah, let's hope it never comes to only, that. <laughs> if that's what, if that's the only thing I have a choice between living or dying, I might, I might take a chance on Taco Bell. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Sorry, Taco Bell. Right. I, I don't know where to go from there. Thanks everybody for listening. Send this us week. home. Um, this has been a weird episode. It's been a wild episode. It we've has. Been different locations. People have called and we've talked about tons of stuff. Yeah. So I guess that does it. See you that guys next it. week. Until next time, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast that might get swept away in the gigantic winds and the storm of the century. I hope you get to hear this. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Yeah.